Good afternoon, everybody, wherever you may be, and welcome to another exciting Amity Warriors football game here on KLYC. And joining us today, I want to welcome in listeners down in Brookings Harbor on KURY 95.3 FM. Uh, we're giving them our feed today, so we appreciate them joining us. And uh, KLYC, of course, 1260 AM in McMinnville, our uh, home station for Amity Warrior Sports. And Jeff Clark here with Ron Huber. How are you today, Ron? It's good to be here. It is excellent to be here. You know, this is, uh, we'll do a uh, little quick recap here of looking back um, over a couple of things. And uh, when this season started, Ron, uh, this Warriors team, was coming off a, a trip to the semis final, but it was a different Warriors team. We last year had uh, three senior running backs, a senior quarterback, uh, a wide receiver who is not with the team this year, and so really only Couple. returned one skill position player from last year's starting unit. And that was Josh Wart, and of course Josh is out for the uh, rest of the season. So, and also you got to remember we also had three uh, uh, fairly good. Uh, effective offensive lineman too. So, a uh, senior loaded team last year had a great run, uh, ran up against a very tough Cascade Christian team in the semifinals. And, uh, that one didn't end so well for the Warriors. So, uh, rebuilding year of sorts for the Warriors and they end up with the four seed in the playoffs, which, yeah, there's a little, um, subtle controversy behind that. Uh, the Warriors, of course, finished second in our league behind uh, Klatsk and I and ahead of Rainier, and yet Klatsk and I ended up as the lowest of those three seeds, even though they beat both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those idiosyncrasies of playing out-of-state games and how the Collie rankings work with the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Klatsk and I had played multiple teams out of the state of Washington, and uh, depending on how those teams went and, and how that affected the Collie rating, uh, really impacted their rating overall with OSAA. And so, Klatsk and I actually ended up with the number, what was it, six seed, six coming, seven, in, yeah. six seed coming into the playoffs. And they won their game pretty convincingly last night. Uh, and are moving on to play on the road at Burns instead of hosting a second-round game. They're going to have to travel uh, diagonally across the state down to Burns, Oregon, uh, for their second-round game. Uh, I'll tell you what. You if would you, know about that trip. I would. We made that last Saturday for the girls' volleyball match. Uh, Burns, by the way, in volleyball playing for the third-place game, uh, and uh, San Am Christian and uh, Cresswell, I think, facing off for the title game this evening uh, in volleyball. But the uh, Klatskin High, if they needed a chip on their shoulder, has one <laughs> because and they're 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 a good team. They'll they'll represent uh, our league really well because they they have some athletes as we saw. <laughs> well, and if we were being objective and stepping back from three A football and just looking at it without a Warriors lens or any other lens on it, we would say it's Hidden Valley and Klatskin High are the two class teams of the state this year. We think uh, with uh, Cascade Christian and uh, Amity Rainier Burns, kind of a, a next tier down below that um and uh but we'll find out you know if amity can get through uh, brookings harbor today they'll host rainier next week here at amity uh in a rematch of a league game that the warriors won 24 to 20 uh back in late october uh brookings harbor comes into this game uh six and three overall they won their first six games of the year and then went on a gauntlet uh, to end their season. you got to love the way league scheduling works out sometimes. They had to face uh, in succession. St. Mary's. Uh, yeah, they went uh, St. Let me pull their schedule up here, and I'll give you the scores as I go. But they had to play St. Mary's and lost that game 14-3. to Then they had to play Cascade Christian, lost that one 49-0, and then Hidden Valley 49-12. to uh, That's a, as tough a three-game schedule as anybody has faced this year in a row. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, Hidden Valley and... And uh, Cascade Christian are right up. I mean, th- 
They're, they're like, good. like we said, that's Hidden Valley is the prohibitive favorite to win the state title this year. Of course, they're a 4A team playing 3A football, so you should be the favorite, right? Uh, and Cascade Christian, an outstanding program as well, uh, finishing second last year, and uh, I think uh, probably pretty close to as good this year as they were last year. So Hidden Valley had a really tough run right there at the end of the season. So the question for Hidden Valley and Coach Mark, uh, Coach Bavaro there is, how do you bounce back with three straight losses and get ready for a state playoff game on the road and against a, against an opponent you lost to last year? And our observation looks like they lost their running back, too, somewhere along the line. Yeah, so uh, we did notice that um, one of their uh, better players on crutches, uh, that's number 26, Manny Zamora, uh, a senior running back, and... Uh, they've got, uh, Ethan Hooper will be starting, I believe, at one of the running back positions, uh, a senior, 5'10", 170 pounds, and Logan Holler, the junior, uh, will be the signal caller for him, 6'1", 200 pound junior, uh, playing the quarterback position today. They like to spread it out. They like to throw that ball quick, get it outside, and let their athletes have some room to work. Uh, and that's a, a great juxtaposition to how the Warriors play defense. The Warriors will play a soft cushion, a little bit of a zone. Even if it's man, they're going to back off quite a bit and dare you to throw that ball out there into the flat. Uh, and they're going to bet that, uh, number one, you don't complete a high enough percentage of those and get a big enough play out of them consistently to beat them. And number two, they bring in six guys every time. And, and when you put their four wides, that means you're trying to block five with five guys trying to block six that are coming at you so. unless your running back becomes a blocker right, right? Uh, and so that's the question is how coach Bavaro will design that blocking scheme to handle he knows what's coming uh, you know there's no questions I got a chance to talk with him yesterday uh, on the phone and there's no secrets when you play Amity I mean there might be an occasional play call on offense that you, you know maybe catches you off guard but you have to prepare for a lot offensively a lot of fakes a lot of responsibility on those linemen to stay in their lanes their gaps but on defense uh, when you're on offense, you know what Amity's bringing defensively. Well, the uh, the personnel changes, but the offense doesn't. We've been running the same offense for several years, so people can go go back and look at film from six, seven, eight years ago and, and know it, it and doesn't know matter who, know what we're going right. to run. It doesn't matter who the talent is; you're going to run similar stuff on defense and offense. So. Yeah, and that defense is, of course, what the Warriors play. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Amity Warriors, haven't watched them or listened to any of our broadcasts, uh, the Warriors will run a three-three stack defense. It's it's kind of hard to to talk about it in traditional terms, but if I was, I would say, you know, it's like a 3-4, except you have three linebackers, not four, mm-hmm. and everybody's coming every play. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's a Just running play or a passing play. And, and what Ron is, is starting to talk about there is that you don't know which direction they're coming from. So what they do is they stack the defensive lineman and the linebacker um, right over each other. And so as an offensive lineman, you don't know is the defense or the uh, defensive lineman going to the right or the left, and whichever way he goes, the linebackers going the opposite way. And so that does create um, enormous pressure on your linemen to have their blocking assignments down cold and understand those. Yeah, block block an area rather than a person because they're going to... The person changes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there are a lot of challenges for teams when they face Amity, especially uh, if they haven't played them uh, a significant number of times, you know, over their four years. Um, but we saw with Dayton last week, they they had no chance. I mean, you, it, it's not enough to know what's coming. It, it's coming at you fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're a little off balance, all all that has to happen is for one guy to miss a block in there, and you got six guys effectively coming full speed trying to get into your backfield. It doesn't matter if it's a running play or a passing play; they're coming in to try to disrupt. And so. The and key. if they if they if they are religious about staying in their lanes, 
And we, we had some games, uh, probably Classic and I, where people got a little bit frustrated and started um, making their own moves and not, you know, trying to do it all rather than relying on their teammates to right. fill a gap. And you can get in trouble with that. So it's important that guys, our guys, stay, you know, believe in one another and stay with the program. So the way that you beat that 3-3 front is you get outside quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can get outside quickly, now you can get yourself into some space and there's there's one less guy out there to deal with you. And that's where uh, the safeties come into play for Amity. Uh, and it'll be, of course, the main guy back there is Cody Dyke, uh, number 17, the senior. He's played that position now for three years, uh, and, and he plays it well. He's not an elite athlete that, that Coach McGill has had back there in the past, but he's a good enough athlete, and he takes the right angle, and he reads and diagnoses the play very, very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Cody is the guy that uh, is kind of spying to see where the ball's going, what's happening, and he's the one that's, that's charged with really coming and cleaning up that mess. All right. We are going to take a uh, quick break here uh, for the National Anthem. And so uh, we will throw this out to commercial break for about two minutes here. So if you're listening, we'll be back in about two, two and a half minutes. This is Amity Warrior Football on KLYC and KURY, Brookings Harbor. At Sport Clips Haircuts, we're on a mission to help our veterans with their education. In 2013, we established the VFW Sport Clips Help a Hero Scholarship Program. With the help of your generous donations, we've raised over $6 million and awarded more than 1,400 scholarships across the country. Visit Sport Clips today and help a hero. And on Veterans Day, November 11th, Sport Clips will donate an additional dollar for every haircut we give. Help us continue this honorable mission. So if that answers all your questions about your new cloud storage, would you like to hear about our voiceover internet systems? Sounds perfect. Well done. Let's try it again. This time, ask about data security. Yeah. Would you enjoy working on a world-class team with the best training in the country? Then consider a career at Pacific Office Automation. Join our fast-growing team where we offer strong benefits and competitive compensation. Apply at pacificoffice.com slash careers. Pacific Office Automation. Problem solved. Whether you are starting a new project or just you need repairs, call the experts at McMullen Electric. McMullen will make sure that the job gets done right and at a fair price. You can trust this locally owned and operated company to treat you as a valuable client no matter what size the job. But you don't have to take my word for it. McMullen has nothing but five-star reviews from HomeAdvisor. It simply doesn't get any better than that. McMullen Electric proudly serves its customers with pride, integrity, and attention to the details that matter most to you, which clearly sets them apart from the rest. Call today to get your electrical needs met, 503-435-9487. That's 503-435-9487. McMullen Electric, a proud supporter of Warrior Athletics. And that's how I think you're going to get the lowest toner and maintenance costs across your network. Excellent. Let's try it again. Can you not do the whistle thing? Nope. It's my favorite part. Are you a driven, ambitious college grad looking for a job on a world-class team with the best sales training in the country? Come to Pacific Office Automation. Don't settle for just a job. Start a career. Apply at PacificOffice.com slash careers. Pacific Office Automation. Problem solved. Are you or someone you know looking to buy or sell a home or other real estate? Call local realtor Becky Mather with EXP Realty at 971-241-2997. Let Becky help you make a real estate touchdown. License in the state of Oregon. What the? Raymond, are you listening to me? I didn't even hear you come into the room. I think it's time for you to call McMinnville Hearing Center and schedule a free hearing evaluation. This is getting worse and worse. (sighs) 
Okay, dear. What's their number? 503-379-2996. They're open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., so go ahead and give them a call. Yes, dear. I got it. 503-379-2996. I'm going to call them right away. Congratulations to the Amity Warriors from Quelo Winery, your neighborhood winery. Celebrate the Warriors' playoff run with a bottle of Quelo wine. We produce honest wines at honest prices to be enjoyed without pretense on any occasion. Come visit with us at 111 Fifth Street in downtown Antity. That's Quelo Winery, 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. Sport Clips at 540 Oregon 99 West. Sweet B in McMinnville is offering free haircuts to all veterans on uh, Monday, November 11th for Veterans Day. Plus, $1 for every haircut purchased or given goes to the VFW Help a Hero program. They are open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Monday. Stop in and get your haircut and support the veterans. Also, you can tune in to KLYC 1260 AM Monday afternoon at 1 o'clock for our special Veterans Day presentation of Welcome Home, a tribute to our Vietnam War veterans with the music of their era. All right, we've got the coin flipper on, and uh, captains are out at midfield. Captains, of course, for the Warriors. The seniors up there, Cody Dyke, uh, Russell Brown. I uh, can't see. I think we've got Niceth out there. I'm trying to see who the fourth one is. Can't see the number on that one. Can you? Right behind. I know it's right behind the Brookings Harbor. Brookings Harbor's captains out there. Uh, at number ten, Ethan Hooper, twenty-one, Bradley uh, Kondaraki, and uh, fifty-six is um, Avery Wynn, and seventy-eight, Josh Smith. So we're waiting for the coin flip at midfield, and we'll let you know what is going on for. The kickoff here, and which direction teams are headed? Brookings won. So Brookings Harbor is elected to defer that to the second half, which means the Warriors will be receiving, and uh, Brookings Harbor will figure out which way they want to go. Warriors will be going from left to right in front of us. That's east to west. Not that it matters today with an overcast sky and no wind. Absolutely no wind. It, there's no advantage one way or another. Lights are actually on here at 12, 12.58 in the afternoon because of of how overcast it is. The other captain was Weigert. Okay, I wondered who the other senior was. I couldn't see his number, and he had his helmet off. All I could see was the top of his hair. Christian Weigert out there uh, as the other captain. All right, we are ready for this OSAA on point Community Credit Union 3A state first round playoff game. Warriors in their home uniforms, royal blue with white and gray trim, white helmets. Brookings Harbor with uh, navy blue pants, navy blue helmet uh, with uh, yellow trim and then white jerseys, blue numbers on those and, and uh, bear, bear blue claws, sleeve. Bear claws on their helmet. They are the Bruins. So we are ready to roll here, folks. Brookings Harbor set to kick this one off. Kicking for them would be Logan Holler, number 11. He's also their starting quarterback. This is a 4 versus 13 matchup here in the first round. And uh, we'll let you know what else is going on around the state here in playoff action as the day commences. 
can tell you that, uh, as we mentioned before, that uh, Klatsk and I did win their first round game, and Rainier won there. So, so far, uh, our conference sitting at 2-0. and Warriors looking to make that 3-0. and Here we go. Kicked down to about the 20-yard line on the left side of the field. Picked up by Hatch. Hatch brings it back up the middle. Hits about the 34 and brought down at the 35-yard line. George Hatch with the return there. That's better than a lot of kickoffs have gone this year, Ron. Yes, it is. <laughs> Warriors kicking game has been an adventure, and to we, say the we least. We caught it and we made some yardage. We didn't fumble the ball. We didn't We didn't go backwards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 35 yard lines better than... 36, actually, once yeah. they got that all spotted. So Warriors start first and 10 at their own 36-yard line. Like I said, not a lot of secrets here. Uh, Warriors aren't trying to trick you. They are going to bring it and... Uh, uh, you are not going to be surprised. Going to give it to Russell Brown right up the middle. He's going to plunge ahead for about three yards to the 39-yard line, maybe to the 40, depending on the spot of the ball. It'll bring up second down. I got to give him four on that run to the 40-yard line. They're in a 5-3 defense, 5-4 actually. Yeah, 5-3. Warriors ready for uh, whatever the Bruins might throw at him here. It's uh, It does look like a 5-3 defensive front, as Ron said. Three linebackers, five down linemen. <laughs> Warriors coming right with Cody Dyke. He gets to the outside. He's got the corner to the 50. Fakes a cutback and then dives towards the sideline down to the 42-yard line. Maybe the 43. First and 10 Warriors. It's an excellent job there of uh, Cody Dyke. Got the corner, and uh, number seven was out there. That's Seth Bird trying to make the tackle. Dyke able to get the corner on him and then gave a little fake like he was going to cut back in and was able to get about another five yards on the defense as they had to respect the fake. First and ten Warriors now into Brookings Harbor Territory. Graham under center, the junior signal caller, 6'4", 160 pounds. Brings Dyke in motion, gives it to Brown right up the middle. Brown plunges ahead to about the... 40-yard line. It's going to be a gain of two and a half or so. Second and eight coming up. Warriors with a good start here to the game and nothing surprising at all. Just exactly what you think. No trick plays. And really, the extent of the trick plays we've seen this year have been a shuttle pass. Shovel pass, shovel right? Pass. That's been about it. Uh, on a counter, a kind of a counter shovel. We had a little more options when we had Josh. <laughs> yeah, without Ward in there, uh, you are limited. And, of course, we should say uh, got a different left tackle than normal. Niceth going left, off left tackle, following heavy D over there, Dylan Smith. And they're going to get about four yards on the play to the 36, I think. It wasn't Brown, though. That was nice. That was nice, F on yeah. the carry, right? Everybody in the world was in that hole. I think he was stopped more by our own guys rather than him. And normally, Jake Bernards would be the senior starting at left tackle, but out with a concussion. Might be back next week, hopefully. He was able to do a little practicing this week. And in his place, the junior, Dylan Smith, affectionately known as Heavy D, at 6'1 and 300-plus pounds. Graham under center. Fakes to Nyseth, rolls to his right. He's got Alba on the flat, catches it. First down, Warriors, inside the 30, the 25, and out of bounds at about the 20. Great job by Keenan Graham to sell that fake to Russell Brown. And then 
uh, roll out just a little bit to his right and give Alba a chance to get out into the flat. And that play has worked since I've been watching Amity football for eight years. You just take that tight end and just he he initiates a little contact on the block and then just breaks off of that to the outside in the flat. Quarterback rolls a little bit and it's a little pitch and catch for a first down for the Warriors. Ball at the twenty. That that <clears throat> defensive end really just he's got to make a tough decision. Yeah, there are a lot of decisions you have to make with all the fakes that go on out there. Graham under center. Hatch split out left. They toss a nice half going left. He's got it to the corner. Turns it. Stumbles a little bit. He's inside the 15, down to about the 12, I'd say. We'll see where they spot that officially. Nice half. A little stumble there. Might have picked up a couple more yards. Game nine, I'd say. Don't forget, you are listening to OSAA Football Playoff Action on KLYC 1260 AM McMinnville and KURY 95.3 FM Brookings, Oregon. All right, Warriors with a second and three coming up. They spotted that at the 13. Graham under center, power eye formation. Brown behind Graham with Dyke set deep. Give to Dyke, follows Brown, and he will get the first down. Got to hang on to that ball, and he does. Stacked up by a couple of Brookings Harbor players, 87 and 11. 87 is Jacob McCollum, and 11, Logan Haller in on that tackle. But not before the Warriors get the first down. It'll be first and goal at the eight-yard line. First and goal. Go ahead, Ron. There was a lot of ball grabbing. You've got to make sure we have ball security. I was a little nervous about that. They kind of stood him up a little bit and tried to strip him. Cody's a strong kid, but, you know, anything can happen in that situation. You want to see two hands on the ball high and tight. So really, so far, it really hasn't looked like one side or the other is more dominant than the other. We've been able to go left and right. Graham under center. Kane Black split out to the left. Wing T formation, bring Niceth in motion, toss to Niceth, going left. You got Heavy D out there with him. Smith blocks one, oh, and then Niceth gets a corner and into the end zone with a stiff arm. Great job. Uh, Dylan Smith taking out one defender, and Niceth had one to beat and does so with a stiff arm and then gets the corner, and the Warriors are in the end zone for the first score of the game. 7.39 left to go first quarter. 6-0 Warriors. They will line up to go for two. Not much, uh, not much out on those, out on the, on the perimeter, either side, the perimeters. Yeah, it's been a, a little soft there. I'm sure that Coach Bavaro will want to stiffen that up before the next defensive series for his team. Graham fakes, throws it out in the flat, and Dyke drops it. He had it, he was turning his head to run into the end zone and dropped it. Nice pass there by Graham. Hit Dyke in the hands, but took his eye off it at the last second. It happens to everybody at some point. Dyke comes over and tells Graham, hey, I'm sorry, my bad, shaking his head a little bit. That ball was right there. So, Warriors fail on the two-point conversion. 7.39 remaining first quarter. 6-0 Warriors with the lead. I want to thank the fans down in Brookings, Oregon, listening on KURY. 95.3 down there. Your team gets set for their first offensive series. And again, the challenge for Brookings Harbor will be, can they handle the the uh, six-man stacked front that the Warriors run, that 3-3 defense? They lost a kid on uh, number five. They lost him about uh, two plays ago. He's the, that's, that's Augie Badger, yeah. uh, plays wide receiver for the... Uh, for the Bruins, six foot, 195 pound junior getting stretched out on the side off. He's dealing with a, a cramp in his hamstring, it looks like. And I think he's one of their uh, linebackers, too. <laughs> Let's bring this up just a little bit so we can hear you better there on. All right, Sergio Alba be doing the kicking duties for the Warriors. 
Late to the action coming in from the sideline there, Brody Roberts getting himself out on that kickoff coverage team. Will it be long or short? Hey, if there's one thing we don't know that we what's do, coming, we have we no idea what's going to happen with the kicking game. Joel and I have had long <laughs> conversations about that, and he's he's got some frustrations with it too. What he would really like is somebody to to uh, show up to Amity who can kick the ball about 60 yards. Warriors go for an onside kick. It's loose, and the Warriors have it. Uh, recovered by Logan Grove over there. Bounced right off the chest after one bounce on the ground of Eli Newell. Couldn't hang on to it, the backup quarterback. That ball loose. The Warriors end up with it at the 49-yard line of Brookings Harbor. And they, they coaches practice all week uh, on that, I'm sure, because yeah. if you watch any film against the Warriors, they, there's at least one or two onside kicks a game, whether you meant to or not. There's just a lot of squib kicks. Well, the ball hit the kid right in the hands. Just, it took a bounce, and yeah. then you don't. That ball's turning all different which ways. Uh, you know, that's a tough cover for Newell. So Warriors get it on the turnover. Graham under center. Weigert split out left. Graham's going to pass. Drops. Rolls to his right. A little bit of pressure. Now he's going deep. He's got Cody Dyke deep. Dyke tracks it. And he catches it at the 10-5. Touchdown, Warriors. That is a 49-yard touchdown pass. Graham to Dyke. Remember, Dyke's the one that just dropped that uh, two-point conversion. It was a much easier catch than this one. This well, one, he tracked well he, like a center fielder going had, a little Willie Mays over the shoulder. He had to change his direction. The ball was uh, act, actually thrown behind him. He, he, he altered his route and uh, got right underneath it made a really nice catch. Well, let's be honest, Ron. How many times have we thrown the ball 40 yards downfield? No. Not very often. And it was it was a well-thrown ball. Well, what he did is he aired it out, and, and he struggled with this when we lost Josh. Uh, Cody's a different deep target than Josh is, and so so uh, you have to throw the ball up and give Cody a chance to adjust to it in the air. Uh, he doesn't have Josh's speed, or and he's not 6'6". Power eye formation, going to give to Nyseth? No, no. he's going to pass. Graham yeah, under pressure, nowhere to go, and ball is loose, but it doesn't matter. You can't return it. So for whatever reason, the, they didn't blow that whistle. Graham slow to get up. He, got he took creamed. a pretty big hit there. Yeah. And that's that's really on him. He gets up holding his left arm a little bit. Graham should have just thrown that ball away right away when he realized he didn't have anything. So Graham letting that left arm hang limp at his side. Warriors up 12-0, 7-27 left to go in the first quarter here of this OSAA on point credit union first round 3A state playoff football game. That dive play really set up the pass because they, they came hard on the dive and, uh, he pulled it and Cody just got behind everybody. There wasn't anybody within five yards once he got back. That ball was in the air a long time. Yes. I mean, he threw that ball long and high, like a deep fly to center field, and a great job by Cody to make the adjustment necessary to pull that in over the shoulder. So the Warriors with a quick two-score lead here in the first quarter, and they'll be kicking off again. Interesting if you can uh, – it looks like Keenan's doing better on the sideline now. He hasn't taken his helmet off. He's just kind of walking around over there. One thing, I've talked with Keenan about this, and he's proud of it. He said, I can take a hit, Clark. <laughs> you can't hurt me. <laughs> and we've seen him take some hits this year, diving for first downs and touchdowns. And uh, He is 6'4", 160, but he is a tough kid. Well, he grew up with a couple older siblings that probably <laughs> – I made life hard. I'm sure they're a lot like your kids. They beat on one another. In a loving all way. Fun, all on fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Keenan, Keenan's tough. No question about it. Uh, Sergio Alba ready to kick off. It's the Warriors. Kick off for the second time. This there one he go. drives down to about the 20 yard line, fielded there by McCollum. McCollum working his way up the right sideline to the 30 to the 35 and brought down by, looked like Mike Mather in on the tackle there. Logan Grove helping him out. Nice job by the freshman Mather to get that tackle. And that 
pinned McCollum in on that sideline, and he did he didn't look like the kind of speedster that's going to reverse field that we've seen some guys do to us. Put it right on the line. No, 36. 36 yard line, first and 10. Brookings Harbor with their first offensive set of the game now. Logan Holler, junior quarterback out of the pistol formation, four yards deep, takes the snap, drops, quick throw out to the right to McCollum. McCollum, Graham hits him, can't hang on. Nice F brings him down after a gain of about five, almost six yards. Nice quick hitter there. No time wasted there. No chance for the pressure to get on you if you're going to throw that quick. And we're outnumbered over there. We were three wide. We only had two guys out here. <clears throat> Graham did a good job of getting that outside containment, forcing him back inside so Niceth could come make the play from that outside linebacker position. Same thing over there now. We're three wide. And they're not stacking the nose tackle. Ten. They're going to try to contain. Ball, ball. Ball's loose. Graham picks it up and stumbles, falls to the ground. That ball was supposed to be handed off to Ethan Hooper, and he just lost it. There was no pressure there. It was right in his hands. I mean, he just... That ball loose on the ground. Hooper couldn't hang on to it. Graham picks it up, stumbles forward. It'll be Warriors football at the 33, 32-yard line of Brookings. Amity Warriors looking to tack on some damage here. Up 12-0 with 6.43 to go in the first quarter. Graham under center, wing T formation. Alba split out a little bit into the slot on the right. Going to give it to Brown right up the middle. He's got a little room to run. He gets across the 20, almost to the, not quite. They're going to mark it right at the 25-yard line. So a gain of seven on the play. It'll bring up second and three for the Warriors. Outstanding job there of that offensive line on the right side. Who's on that right side, Ron? Well, that would be uh, uh, Yoakum. And McMullen. couple of juniors. No, sophomore. No, sophomore. Yoakum's a sophomore, yeah. Yep. I saw him the other day talking to him in the gym, and he said, man, I'm having so much fun playing football. Just love Big old smile on his face coming out of practice. He's a... He's Give a, it to Brown again. This time wrapped up, brought down by McCollum right at the line of scrimmage. Might have got a yard. He was down. No fumble, even though the ball did come out after he kind of rolled over. So one hard yard there for Brown. Uh, third and a couple coming up. Getting back to Wyatt, he's he's a very intelligent kid that you can make you can make changes during the game, and he's going to figure out. He just thinks about football. Well, I'll tell you, um, I think most head coaches would first take a smart offensive lineman and then a physically gifted one in that order. Because mm-hmm. if they're smart, they'll figure out what they need to do out there. They'll make the adjustments necessary. Wing T formation. Graham brings Nice F in motion. Toss to Nice F going left. Behind Heavy D. Outruns his blocker there. Wasn't patient enough, but he does get a first down just inside the 20-yard line. First down, Warriors. Looks like they'll spot that at the 19, Ron. First and 10, Amity. So, right, again, uh, a little soft on the edges there. Yeah. Uh, and that's 42 out there on the right. Well, they, uh, right defensive end out there, Derek Tuttle, not keeping the containment. With that 5-3, if those uh, two or two linebackers, the, the you know, they've got a middle linebacker, but then the other two linebackers have to get outside, too. Power eye formation. Nice, or uh, Dyke. Dyke across the 10. Breaks it down inside to about the 7-yard line where he's brought down by Ethan Hooper. Oh, sorry, Logan Holler on the tackle, as Reg pointed out. First and goal, Warriors. He's going to mark that at the 6, Ron. Cody just ran over number 9. Yeah, and I think the will is just about broken, isn't it, is what it looks like. 
Which is the way you need to play, man. It is. That's the power of football. That's what Joel wants to do is come out and beat you into submission, make you give up. Power eye formation. Graham under center. Hands to Dyke again. Or, uh, yeah, to Dyke again. He gets about a yard, maybe two, down to the four-yard line. Second and goal from there. Coming up on the four-minute mark in the first quarter. Warriors doing an excellent job right now of managing the clock and uh, ending up in the end zone at the end of it all, right? I mean, it's one thing to this is to run the ball, but you got to score touchdowns, and that's what's happening. We we need to get moving on this one. The play was slow coming in. We'll see, see what get, happens see here. Get up there. Watch the ref's hands. Oh, well, five. Four. It hasn't gone up yet. He's just giving the thumbs up. There it is. He's down to four seconds. Three. Two, Graham snaps it. Fakes Uh-oh. a couple of hand handouts. That hand one was broken. He throws behind Brown. Yeah. That was a broken I, play the whole way, wasn't it, Ron? I don't think that was... Well, there weren't linemen downfield, so maybe it was a pass. But boy. but I think those fakes didn't go very well. They were a little out of sync is what it looked like to me. Uh, Graham had a fake one way and a fake another way, and then uh, uh, there were guys all over him as he tried to throw. That was a dangerous pass through behind Brown into traffic there. So it'll be third and goal from the four-yard line. That They just... There's too much action, and he he didn't have very good grip of the ball. <laughs> no, it, it did not come out smooth, did it? Fake to the dive to the right, dive to the left, and then still going to throw it. Graham under center, power eye formation gives to Dyke. Dyke plows off that right side down to about the one yard line. It'll be fourth and goal from the one. Three and a half right Kane Black takes it out, takes the play out or uh, heads out, and the play will come in via George Hatch from the sideline. Hatch, a junior backup running back and playing a little wide receiver for the Warriors. And Hatch is a threat. He can catch the ball downfield as well. We have we've seen that several several times this year. I, I think we can get anything on the left left tackle, left guard. Just maybe Graham with a sneak here though. Yeah, only a half yard out. At the Wouldn't surprise me. There. Graham takes a snap, going to hand to Dyke. Dyke plows ahead for the touchdown. Yeah. 2.41 left to go first quarter, and Dyke able just to dive in from a yard or less out and make this an 18-0 game, see if the Warriors can actually convert on a two-point conversion that here. Was, it hasn't happened yet. That was on the right side. That was over... Uh, right behind McMullen and Yoakum there. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot there. There was no, there was a yard, <laughs> maybe a yard and a half. Dove it in. I mean, they didn't they didn't jam the hole. So, well, and you know what do you do? They've run run to every different hole on the offensive line so far. So it's a pretty big guessing game if you're going to try to flood one hole. They haven't figured this play out. <laughs> the play came in, and, and I watched. I watched. Uh, and there's a delay again. Yeah. He, so now they'll try Keenan, it from the eight-yard line. Keenan looked over and he said, "Huh? What?" So you wonder if the, whoever was bringing that play in uh, got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Missed up the vernacular a little bit, and there's some confusion there. Hey, as the title sponsor of the OSAA State Championships, On Point does everything it can to help our team and community get ahead. On Point delivers the local banking and lending its members need to reach their goals and make more possible. Visit onpointcu.com. On Point is federally insured by NCUA, equal housing opportunity. Warriors break the huddle after the delay of game, so they'll go for the two-point conversion from the eight-yard line instead of the three. Wing T formation, Graham. Oh, got Gets it. an offside. Got an offsides on him. And so... <laughs> 
Brookings Harbor pointing at uh, the left guard, but no. it's going to be an encroachment. So Hard. it'll be five yards. They'll get it back. Hard count. Nice job by Keenan there with a the voice inflection, apparently. Able to get several white jerseys to jump off sides there. 2.41 left to go as we get this uh, two-point conversion. We'll try it for a third time here, Ron, after back-to-back offsetting five-yard penalties there. It, it got yeah. put down on the three-and-a-half-yard line. <laughs> Warriors lost a half yard on these two five-yard exchanges. Yeah. I would point that out if I were Keenan. Wing T formation. They're looking to blitz McCollum. Fakes the handoff, throws. He's got Dyke and drops again. again. That one was a little high. Graham sailed that one a little bit. So the Warriors try the same play as they tried on the first two-point conversion, but no better result. 18-0 Warriors as we uh, get ready for a kickoff coming from the Warriors. Hey, check out OSAA today for news, polls, podcasts, and stories on the latest in Oregon high school sports and activities. Go to OSAA.org and find the OSAA Today section. Share story ideas and even become a contributor. Visit OSAA Today today. So about as good a start as the Warriors could want in terms of uh, defensively and offensively, Ron. I think uh, Brookings Harbors run two plays yeah. on their on their one possession, and the Warriors have recovered an onside kick and a fumble. One completed pass and a fumble on a run. The run was going to be stuffed. I mean, it wasn't going anywhere. It wasn't going anywhere. Alba tees it up at the 40. Not a bad football day for mid-November, though. Overcast, cool, but no moisture. Hasn't been any all week. Nice kick by Alba down inside the 20 to the 18. Taken by McCollum there. Across the 20 to the 25. Uh-oh. The 30. He's got a little room to run. Stiff arms. He's got the left side. Trying to chase it down. It is chased down by... And there's a flag for a leg hit. It looks like it was uh, Austin Flynn was the first guy there. And Flynn hung on to him too long. And it'll be 15 yards on the end of that play. Or face mask. There's... Yeah, somewhere there's going to be 15 yards. Yeah. Late hit, face mask, something. I think he grabbed his face mask. So we'll see. White Hat talking. Coach Bavaro right on top of the officials telling his players to get back as he wants to hear what the officials are talking about. They're debating what this is. So we'll see what it is. Referee says personal foul foul face mask mask against Brookings Harbor. And that's not going to sit well with the coaching staff. Bavaro talking to the sideline official right there. Of course, we don't have replays, so we don't know exactly what happened here. But it's not going to matter what the replay shows anyway. So that must have been on the ball carrier reaching back, trying to stiff arm maybe. And never let, never let go yeah. of the mask. So that 15-yard penalty backs them up uh, to the see where they end up spotting this. They're gonna, it happened at the 38-yard line, it looks 32. like. 32. Oh, 33-yard 33 yeah. line. That's where he's going to start walking from. So it should be out at the 48 when this is done. He's the one that lost the half yard on the five-yard penalties. Yeah. So we don't know where this ball is going to end up is what Ron is saying. We'll see. It should be 15 yards from the 34-yard line, which makes it the 39. And, it's, and that's, that's where that's yeah. a 12-yard penalty. <laughs> Maybe 13. It All is. right. So they're going to spot the ball at the 47-yard line of Amity. Brookings Harbor still with outstanding field position after the good return by McCollum. Jacob McCollum, a six foot, 185 pound junior, fielded that at the 18. Here we go. Here we go. 
And now they're moving it back. Yeah. And they're going to spot it at the 49. I think that's a 16-yard. I think they went an extra yard. And so now there's confusion on the sideline. Coach Bavaro saying the penalty happened here. How can we end up there? I think they lost a yard on that. I they, think that, that, that ended up a 16-yard penalty. Yeah. Not good officiating there. Fake handoff. Oh, Quarterback yeah. keeps. Gets to the outside. Good stiff arm on Hatch. Hatch wraps it up and brings him down at the... It's going to be about an 11-yard gain. So that'll be a first down. That was Holler on the quarterback keep, faked it to Hooper, and then kept it. So 11 yards on the carry. Ball spotted at just about the 38-yard line. Well, that that kickoff return gave him some fire, little, in their, yeah. fire in their shorts. Juiced it back up a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, a little more competitive now. Holler in the shot. Throws right. Got his receiver at the 41, trying to get outside, does, and is knocked out of bounds by Cody Dyke on the far sideline, close to the 32-yard line. Receiver was uh, Andrew Berger. Out in that right slot, just a little bubble screen. We just don't have enough people out there, quite frankly. Brookings Harbor with the ball at the 32-yard line. It is second and three, 31 and a half, somewhere in there. Holler ready for the snap, gets it, looks left, wants to throw right under pressure, rolling out, he's going to roll to the left, still running, Graham wraps him up and drops him, just short of the first down, good job by Keenan to come up and take Holler down, Holler's a solid kid, listed at 6'1", 200 pounds, he broke some arm tackles back there in the backfield, it'll be third and a yard. You get a little chippy, Uh, uh, there was just a terrible blindside block on Nyseth. We'll see what happens here. Warriors trying to stiffen on defense here a little bit. Third and one. Ball at the 29-yard line of Amity. Holler. Two running backs to his right in the backfield and in front of him. He's going to try to run it. He's wrapped up and brought down. No, he's going to power forward for the first down. What a great run by Holler. He was wrapped up by West and Yoakum, and he powered through that and picked up a couple of yards. That should have been stopped for a loss. We had him in the backfield. He turned a one-yard loss into a two-yard gain, yard-and-a-half gain there. Nice run by Haller, strong kid. So it'll be first down at the 27-yard line of Amity. They throw out wide receiver, wide right. They got... uh, Two receivers on each side. One in the slot, one out wide. One running back. Holler oh. with a hard count and gets the Warriors to jump. It looks like to yeah. me that'll be five yards. So it'll be first and five from the 22 after they mark this off. So a little hard count there. Warriors were uh, anxious to get into the backfield. Good crowd here. Enjoying that parking lot put in by Warrior Construction. Scott Worthington out there. Revamp the parking situation here at Amity High School. It's been very helpful. Same set, but he moves the running back, Hooper, to his left. Quick throw out to the left. Caught by 42. Makes two guys miss. And then wrapped up and brought down by Keenan Graham. That was uh, Derek Tuttle on the reception. That's enough for a first down or close to it. It will be a first down as they move the ball down to about the 22-yard line of Amity. No, 16-yard line, excuse me. 16 and a half right in there. 
First and ten, Bruins with a nice drive here after the excellent return on the kickoff by McCollum. We're going to make some adjustments on this uh, three-wide stuff. We just don't have enough guys out there. Three wides to the right. They hand to the running back. He's stacked up and brought down. Nice tackle Brown. by Russell Brown. Russell Brown hits you. You're going down. Strong tackle by the senior. Brown, Brown uh, about, what do they list Brown at? 5'10", 185 pounds. Strong kid. Went to state in wrestling last year, and that'll take us to the end of the first quarter. Scorer, Amity 18 and Brookings Harbor 0 as we end the first quarter here of this playoff game. So with that, we will throw this to a commercial here, and we'll be back with a word after a word from our sponsors. At Sport Clips Haircuts, we're on a mission to help our veterans with their education. In 2013, we established the VFW Sport Clips Help a Hero Scholarship Program. With the help of your generous donations, we've raised over $6 million and awarded more than 1,400 scholarships across the country. Visit Sport Clips today and help a hero. And on Veterans Day, November 11th, Sport Clips will donate an additional dollar for every haircut we give. Help us continue this honorable mission. Every great community has its own rhythm. And beat by beat, note by note, when you bank at On Point Community Credit Union, you play your part. Because On Point is about more than great banking. From financial education to supporting local schools, we invest our time, money, and energy to partner with local organizations that foster health and knowledge for everyone who calls this place home. And together, there's nothing we can't do. So join in. We're On Point Community Credit Union. Federal insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Football on KLYC 1260 McMinnville and KURY 95.3 Brookings, Oregon. Listening in this afternoon to this first round of the 3A state playoffs here. Warriors lead the Bruins 18-0 as we start the second quarter. Power eye, oh no, it looks like a power eye formation. It's just a setback behind Holler. He throws in the slot, wrapped up, and nice that nice brings up. down Tuttle. Short gain on that play. Might have got, might have got a yard, half a yard, something like that. It'll bring up third and 12. Ball at the 18 yard line of Amity. So first they got a, uh, a stop on the first down play. Uh, wrapping up um, Hooper in the backfield. This time uh, they wrap up Tuttle after a very short game. Holler, three wides right. It's going to throw right. Looking right all the way. Now under pressure. Warriors wrap him up and take him down. That's Russell Brown. Russell Brown. And the coverage out there good enough this time, Ron, that Holler couldn't find anybody quickly to throw oh. the ball to. Ball uh, will be spotted at the 25-yard line, so a loss of eight yards on that sacked by Brown coming from the right defensive end position. That was basically a, a, a quick drop. He looked right. He looked, and then Brown was on him. They're trying to go a little deeper in that pass, and uh, he doesn't have that kind of time. They can get the quick one anytime he wants. Into the game, number 76, Lucas May, senior playing nose tackle, giving Dylan Smith a break. Fourth and 20. Two wides right, two left. Holler Roll. drops, rolls right, under Open. pressure, throws. Open. He's got a man down the right side, and he's in. Wide open. Touchdown, number five, Augie Badger, and nobody anywhere near no. him. No. That was some really poor coverage there by the Warriors, and an excellent pass by Holler 
hitting Badger in stride as he as he flared out and then headed towards the goal line. And uh, a little bit of token effort by the Warriors at the very end, but had no chance of getting to Badger. He had 15-yard cushion. Well, I think uh, somebody just lost him, too. I, I'm not really sure without watching a replay what happened. There. It was almost like they forgot he was out there. Yeah. Uh, the the angle that I know they want they wasn't there. Guys Pollard the on the on the keeper trying to get the two point conversion doesn't get it. So nobody can get a two point conversion today. Eighteen oh. six Warriors ten thirty one left to go in the second quarter. Warriors with the lead. A sports clips at five forty Oregon ninety nine W Sweet B in McMinnville is offering free haircuts to all veterans on Monday November eleventh in honor of Veterans Day. Plus they're going to give a dollar for every haircut purchased or given to the VFW Help a Hero program. They are open, Sport Clips is, from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Monday. And tune in to KYC 1260 a.m. Monday afternoon at 1 o'clock for our special Veterans Day presentation of Welcome Home, a tribute to our Vietnam, sorry, tribute to our Vietnam War veterans and the music of that era. So that was a 49-yard drive with a... Amity five-yard penalty in there, but uh, the big play was fourth and fourth, fourth and, and twenty. They throw a touchdown pass, yeah. and that's uh, John Trombley will have some words with his defensive backs. Brookings Harbor slow to come off the sideline here. Warriors looking to return their first kick of the game here with ten thirty-one to go in the second quarter. A little discombobulation here for Brookings Harbor. The tea is on the cooler! You can hear the uh, assistant coach yelling that the tea is on the cooler on the sideline. Throw it out there! And uh, it might get a delay of game here if they don't hurry. I'm not sure how that works coming out of a, a kick uh, or out of a touchdown. Um, I assume there should be a play clock of some sort, but I don't see any officials acting like there is. Well, they hadn't come back from TV timeout yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so set to kick off Logan Holler, number 11, the quarterback. Just through the 40-yard or the uh, uh, whatever that was, 25-yard, 30-yard touchdown yeah. pass. That's what it was. We got an offside, and that'll be number four, uh, Andrew Berger, who was quick to get across the 40-yard line there, and that should be back him up five yards. We should we should see what happened there and move. Yeah, up. they blew that dead, which is interesting. Oh, he's offsides. It's a called illegal I guess it's procedure. A false, yeah, illegal procedure. Yeah, I guess so a false these, start, right? Our guys receiving should figure out that that was a pretty short kick. And that was coming right at, um, who do we have over here? Wyatt Braxton. Hatch. Now Braxton Morgan and right Braxton over here. Braxton Morgan, yeah. And Wyatt Hash behind him on our to our right here. Warriors going right to left now in the second quarter. Holler will try it again. A little side. squib kick, and That's trouble. it is covered by Mike Mather. Nice job by the freshman. Really Nick good. Nick McMullen looked like he was going to take it, and then it, it bounced hard to his left, and Mike Mather very opportune uh, there, and he drops right on that. He's had a tackle and now a, a kick recovery on special teams. Good job by the freshman. It was a smart play. Didn't try to pick it up. Dove on it. So ball be spotted at about the 47, 47 and a half yard line. Right halfway between that 45 and 50 yard line for the Warriors as they start with good field position. We got Pappas at center and uh, Philip West and 
Heavy D on the left. Side. Mm-hmm. Graham in the wing T formation. Gonna go right. Hands it to Dyke. Dyke going right. He's got the corner maybe at the 50. He finally gets to the 45 as he fights off a tackle for a while, but is finally brought down by Seth Bird. Bird, a 5'10", 135-pound sophomore. You'd think Dyke just throw him out of the way. <laughs> he Dyke, Dyke comes in at about 185 or so. Yeah, he had a good angle on him. But we can get that perimeter. It sure looks like it's there every time. Seven-yard gain on the play. Second and three. Ball right at, nose of the ball right on the 45-yard line of Brookings Harbor. Graham under center with Hatch split out left. Brings an ISF in motion. Toss. This is Brown. Wants to go left. Nothing there. He's hitting the backfield and struggles to get back just to a one-yard loss. They had three white jerseys in that backfield. Brown, nowhere to go. He's trying to get outside. Couldn't do that. Cut it back in, and there were white jerseys flowing from the backside there that shut him down. So a one-yard loss brings up third and a long three, almost four. Lost about a half yard. Best penetration of the night or the afternoon with number 42. He came across, and Russell tried to cut back, and there was penetration coming from the backside. By far the best defensive play of the game right now for Brookings right there. Mm -hmm. Actually defended the run well. They're going to hand it to Brown right up the middle. No, no, no. Dyke, Dyke going around the right side. Can he get the corner? He cannot. No. He's pushed out of bounds by number seven, Seth Bird, after a gain of about a yard. It'll be fourth and two and a half. Bird with a good job out there on that edge. Bavaro not happy. He says there's a false start by a wide receiver there, and there might have been. It, oh, looked, like Hatch, well, it looked like Hatch was leaning a little bit, yeah. maybe the fullback too. Yeah. Tell you, it's one thing I've noticed whether it's JV or varsity, they'll let those backs start to lean forward. Yeah. And if you ever get an officiating crew that decides to call it tight, there's going to be false starts well, all over the gonna, place. It, it should step up as far as they go in the playoffs. Swiger split out left, wing T formation for the Warriors. They need two and a half yards for the first down. Graham rolls to his right. He's got, got Dyke. He's got Dyke. Oh, he underthrows it. Way Dyke in. having to come back and makes the catch. catch. And he breaks a tackle down to the five and into the end zone. Cody Dyke with an outstanding <laughs> catch in traffic. That ball was three, four yards underthrown. Yeah. And he came back, fought up over the top of the defender, number six, Peyton Armantrout, to come down with that ball and then power his way into the end zone. Well, number six was beat real bad, but then the ball was so badly thrown. Oh, yeah, yeah. If Keenan could have gotten the ball in stride, he would have walked in with a yeah. five-yard cushion. Well, he was. That ball, that ball, not well thrown by Keenan. I don't know if it came out of his hand weak or if he, he thought didn't, he didn't have any pressure. Yeah, it just he'll tell you. I, the one thing I like about Keenan, he'll tell you, hey, I messed up. That's you a know, gutsy. Work on that's, that. a, that's a very gutsy call by McGill. You know, he had fourth and three. I think the whole world thought going to run it. <clears throat> Graham under center, wing T formation, black split left. Haven't converted one of these yet today. They're going to toss. This is Hatch trying to get left, and Hatch will. Edon, oh, is that so. Hatch? No, yeah, that is six. Austin Flynn. Yeah. No, Hatch. That's six. Hatch. It is Hatch. I could see. I saw the six. Did he get in? No, he did not get in. So he was Feed forced out in the corner. Feed so it looked like he was going to get that corner and could not do it. They had good. They, they got out there in front of him. So stretch that play out all the way to the corner. So the Warriors once again fail in the two-point conversion. 8.48 left to go in the first half. 24-6 to Amity leading Brookings Harbor. And it's been the Amity passing game, Ron. A couple of deep touchdown passes to Cody Dyke. Yeah. One of them for 49 yards, and that one was... 45. 
So <laughs> the Warriors attacking through the air. No Josh Ward, of course, out with a shoulder problem. Uh, but Cody Dyke becoming the deep threat for this team more and more. Nice. <clears throat> the trick, the trick without Ward, uh, the difference between Ward and, and Dyke is that, you know, there's, well, eight inches, yeah. um, and some speed probably. Speed. Yeah. But, uh, what Joel is doing is he's throwing when you don't expect it. Yeah. And that allows Cody to get that single coverage, no safety over the top. And, uh, Cody's a, a really wily football player. We talked about his high IQ on defense. He's just a high IQ football player. So, Warriors getting set up here. Mr. Roberts in the right spot on the kickoff coverage. Alba ready to kick. 24-6 Warriors here. Alba. We should have an offside. They didn't get it. Hits a line drive. Picked up at the 42 and brought back before he's drilled to the ground by Braxton Morgan. And we've got a hit way away from the ball. That was even... (laughs) That is interesting. That was back uh, 16. Um, and way Eli after. Newell drilling Logan Grove about 15 yards from the play. Yeah. But no flag on it. So the Warriors will start the, the return on that one was Peyton Armentrout, I believe. And so it will be. Yeah, I will do that. So. <laughs> Brook and Tarber in the, in the shotgun. Holler rolls to his right, throws out of the flat. Open. He's got his man just overthrew him, intended for Augie Badger. And not very good coverage there. Keenan Grant helps Badger back up. <coughs> Warriors would like to thank uh, local sponsors here, McMinnville Hearing Center, uh, Sports Clips, Help a Hero, uh, McMullen Electric, Becky Mather EXP Realty, and Coelho Winery of Amity. Thank you for sponsoring, supporting Amity Warrior football. Three wides right, one to the left. Holler takes a snap, and he's running outside. He's got the left corner, and he's finally wrapped up and forced out of bounds. It's going to bring up third down and about four yards to go. Ball depends on where they spot that. Ball spotted at about the 46-yard line. Holler with a nice run there from the quarterback position. He's he's a good runner. When he uh, when he breaks tackles well, he's a big, strong kid, and uh, throws a nice ball as well. So far, not a bad quarterback. So far, that looks about like all they've got is him. Holler drops. He's got three wides right. Throws into the slot and threw it between two receivers. I think that was intended for thirty. For thirty, yeah, I yeah. think so. That's uh, Connor Christensen, but he threw it way behind him. Almost looked like. He couldn't make up his mind between Christensen and Badger and he had threw it between them. He had uh, uh, Phil, backside Phil, pressure there. Philip West was in his face coming from this side. Okay, so West doing his job. We haven't called Phillip's name much. Usually he's in the backfield wreaking havoc there, so playing that left defensive end position. Three wides right again. West thought he jumped off sides. He got back, though. That Brody Roberts played middle linebacker there. Is that who that is? I think it is. There's a snap. And yeah, we gotta have something. Something there. went wrong there. I don't even know how to describe that. Flags no all over the procedure. place. Somebody wasn't set. Center didn't. The center <laughs> didn't center on the snap count, and everybody else took. Yeah. So that was a discombobulated play from the beginning. So back about five instead of fourth and manageable at five. It's going to be about fourth and nine and a half. And they're going to punt. So you just changed from a going forward on fourth down to a punt on fourth down. 
Yeah, it's probably a wise move. <clears throat> it's a 24-6 game. There's no reason to give the ball up at the 50-yard line. Have enough, they don't have enough guys on the field. They hear the coaches up here yelling. It's a punt formation, they and they're going to have to take a, burn a timeout because uh, one of their players was not out there in punt coverage. I would have gone ahead and punted it, not take the timeout, yeah. but uh, play well, with 10 guys. He's got three timeouts, and it's 24 to 6. Take the timeout, don't get another five yards. <laughs> 8.26 remaining here in the second quarter. We're going to throw this out to a quick 30 second commercial. Uh, this is Amity Warrior Football on KLYC and KURY Brookings. Since 2004, Coelho Winery has been helping the Amity community celebrate the great moments in their lives with honest bottles of wine. The Warriors playoff run is a great moment for our community. Come celebrate with your hometown winery at 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. That's Coelho Winery, 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. Welcome back, Warrior fans, wherever you are. Warriors getting set to return a punt here. It's Grove and Hatchback deep. This guy's a good punter. He is. This is Holler, the quarterback. And he's going to get this one off. Come up, Line drive. Grove takes it at the 20. He is hit, breaks a couple tackles, stumbles forward, still going across the 30, to the 35, Uh to the 38. We're going to have a flag back at the 20-yard line out the way to the 39-yard line. Logan Grove, not the fastest guy out there, but he makes guys miss. He is so shifty. But this one's probably coming coming back. back. I think uh, Cody Dyke, Cody Dyke's got his head down. I think uh, got caught on a hold back there at the 20-yard line or something. Yeah. Dyke talking to teammates right now. Grove had an outstanding return. That's a great punt return. In traffic, made three guys miss right there after he caught the ball. One of the better re- punt returns of the year, quite <laughs> frankly. We caught it in the air, and we had some decent blocking. And I and I don't think that where that hold was had anything to do. Oh, no, it was clearly with the return. But yeah. It's going to be a block in the back, so yeah. that'll back him up to about the 10, I think. So they, the they threw that flag at the 20. It's going to half the distance. Well, it should be the 10. It's not a half the distance penalty because well, it's not a 15-yarder, but it is a 10-yard block in the back, which might as well be half the distance because we, we're at the 20, now we're at the 10. All right. So 8-12 remaining first half. Warriors with the football starting at their own 10-yard line after that instead of their own 40. So a 30-yard penalty effectively. Painful. Yeah. Graham under center, hatch split out left, Dyke right, and we got a slot man, Alba. Different formation. Graham hands to Brown right up the middle. Breaks a couple tackles, still going out across the 20 wow. to the 25, just plowing ahead. They're going to get him to about the 24, 25-yard line. What a great yards. run. Russell Brown, they spread him out and then run right up the middle. That's some outstanding running by the senior fullback. Brown, not the fastest guy out there, but man, he runs hard. He had a nice hole. He's, hold. A, he's it was a over a, <clears throat> It was over uh, Phillips and Philip West and Dylan Smith on the left side, and it was a nice hole. He had a lot of momentum before anybody got to him. Well, I'll tell you about these seniors, and and I speak for a, as a father of a freshman out there. They've been good mentors. Um, they want these young guys to get better and succeed. And Russell's done a good job of teaching Reagan about how to be a fullback and how to work hard. It's going to be Dyke on the. Oh. Kind of the end around. We've got a 
penalty flag thrown. He didn't have anywhere to run. Tried to come around behind the tackle there on the right side. Motion. Illegal shift. Yeah. So that one's going to back the Warriors up five yards. So, so instead of uh, first and ten that we just had, it'll be first and 15. It was going to be a short gain anyway. So, ironically, this might not actually help the Warriors. Um, I would decline this if I was Brookings Arbor. I'd put the Warriors in second, and because I don't think they got more than a yard on that. It'd be yeah. second and nine instead of first and 15. <laughs> Dylan Dysteth wanted to help out the official there and pick up the flag for him, but he wanted to check and make sure it was okay to pick up the flag and hand it to him. I think he finally, what we noticed, remember a couple series ago about that leaning forward and everybody knew, and I think he finally just said, that's it. It's getting too sloppy. Yeah, you got to be more disciplined back there. Yeah. As a running back. Don't be so anxious to, to come flying off the stance. Could have been nice. Warriors could have split them out. Again, this is the last time they ran Brown right up the middle on this. And they do again. Brown yeah. in traffic. Going to get about five yards. Back Whoa, to the line is, of scrimmage. My goodness. And Philip West did not like Holler coming after Holler's, him. He better get out of there. That's their, And Holler shoves his own player off. Still shoving th- guys. And he is out of control out there. He's shoved three of his own players who they are trying to keep him. Right, they're trying to keep him from getting ejected from a game, and he's shoving them out of the way. I think Philip West came and out and got a block of, on him. Yeah, they're getting and, uh, him out of the game. He gave Philip a shove in the back after the play. Holler coming to the sideline, get a talking to, get a chance to calm down a little bit. He's a feisty competitor, no doubt about it. Tough, strong kid. He's done a good job at the quarterback position for them today. They probably should have. They could easily had 15 yards on both of them, offsetting penalties. Well, that probably would have been the right message to send to both of them, right? Just to calm things down too, and make sure you got people. It was quite a ways away from the play, so I don't think the refs really caught on to it until it was too late. Wing T formation for the Warriors in second and ten. Hatch split left. There's a give to Dyke coming around oh, the right wow. side. This has worked pretty well all day. He breaks a couple tackles, and he's going to get just short of the first down. Pick up about nine on the play. He might have it. Well, you never know until they put it on the ground. He'll be a yard short. Third and one coming up. Ball at the 34-yard line of Amity. So the Warriors recover from a pretty bad penalty that put them back at first and 10 from their own 10. Now they're at third and one at the 34. And this might be four-down territory for Joel anyway here, the way that his defense is playing and, and, uh, and I think as comfortable as he feels with his running game. Four down. No punt, you're saying? I don't think they would punt. Not unless they lose a bunch on this down. But if, yeah. if it's fourth and one, I think they would go for it here. Yeah. They might pass the ball here, even with that idea. They bring Nyseth in motion. They hand it to Brown right up the middle. He's got the first down. A couple of little jukes. He's out to the 40-yard line. He picks up six yards on the gain. And it's a first down for the Warriors. Wrapped up and brought down there by a host of white jerseys. Including number 16, uh, Eli Newell in on that. And, uh, 11's back in there, and he was, he was, I, I'd keep my eyes on him. <laughs> well, I'll bet you will keep your eye on him, Ron. Let <laughs> us know what's going on. Philip might be finding him to block him again. Well, that time was, uh, Pappas was blocking Coming him. Coming up on the five minute mark to go in the second quarter, 24-6 Warriors and driving ball at the 40 yard line, first and 10, Amity. Graham under center. Bring Niseth in motion, toss to Niseth. Breaks one tackle. Now he bounces outside. He's going to pick up about three or four or five yards, and he's forced out of bounds at the 45-yard line by Berger, McCollum, and uh, number 53, uh, that's uh, Vangenduren. Not sure that's how you say his name, but it's what it looks like. Second and five for the Warriors. 
And we've got a timeout? No, it's just no? out of bounds. It, okay. It, it, so they're stopping to make sure the clock got stopped. I saw yeah. him waving his arms. I thought he was calling a timeout. Now he goes. Now he started. So it wasn't so out of bounds. It wasn't out of bounds. I have no idea why they stopped the clock. Second and five for the Warriors. Ball at the 45 of Amity. Wing T formation. Oh, power eye formation. Take that back. Dyke behind Brown in the eye. Handed to Dyke, right off behind Brown, plows across the 50 to the 48-yard line. That'll be a first down, tackled by McCollum. Dyke picks up seven yards on the play, 48-yard line of Brookings Harbor. Warriors have a first down there, four minutes to go in the first half. Joel would love to have another four minutes of running plays here and punch it in right before halftime. Yeah, one way or the other, don't get the ball back to him. Score or run out. Or run it out. Black split out wide to the right. Power eye formation again with Niceth on the wing back on the right side. Fake to Dyke. Uh-oh. Throw to Niceth. Haven't seen that all year. Catches it at the 44. Down to the 35 and forced out of bounds inside the 35-yard line. We have not seen him catch that pass all year, Ron. They haven't seen him throw that pass all year. Niceth in the right wing back position, that four back. Just broke through the line, untouched, in just kind of right behind the linebackers on the right side, and Graham delivered it on the numbers and allowed Niceth to turn it up field. Wasn't a long pass, probably seven, eight yards. He, yeah. made, he made another. Well, he caught the ball at the 44, so yeah. it was only a five-yard, four-yard pass yeah. in the air, but it was just right where the linebackers had vacated. Mm-hmm. That power eye just came right at those linebackers last time. They were thinking about that. Same formation, give to Dyke again. Runs into the back of his blockers, bounces it outside, inside the 30, down to about the 27-yard line. Gain of maybe five, six yards, we'll see. It'll bring up second down. And they're going to spot that at the 27-yard line. So it's second and three, almost four yards. Warriors break the huddle, take their time coming up. 3:10 left to go first quarter or first half. Excuse me, 24 to six Warriors with the lead. Power eye formation fakes to Dyke, throws deep. Hatch. He's got Hatch down the sideline, and did he haul it in? He caught the ball. And it's a touchdown! George Hatch pulls it in. We couldn't tell, waiting for a signal. Pulled it in and landed on the pylon. It what was, a catch yeah, by one foot George in, Hatch. In high school. And the ball was, he caught it over the, over his shoulder. And we just talked about that early in the first quarter. Hatch mm-hmm. has caught a couple of those this year down the sideline. It's been down the left side in the past. This time goes down the right side. So and Joel attacks on second and short. Where'd that play start? I lost That play started at the 27-yard line. 27. And Hatch showing his versatility. Catching that pass deep down the field. He caught it right at the goal line. Came down on the pylon. So Warriors with Clark now at the fullback position, going for two in the wing T formation. Give it to, nope, fake to Clark, throw Catch left, it. and it is caught, caught by Black. Kane Black. Yes, it is. For the first two-point conversion of this game, and we've got a flag, so it doesn't count. <laughs> a holding or something here? <laughs> so the Who flag thrown out to the right side. Could be a hold on the right side of the line. Somebody's downfield. And it could be that, too. They're talking about it. A nice F shaking his head as he walks back towards the huddle. 
It's a block oh. in the back, it looked like. No, offensive pass interference. Oh, that's what it got. So, so something on the overside over there that had nothing to do with catching the pass. Yeah, the pass was thrown to the right corner of the end zone. The flag was thrown on the uh, the left corner of the end zone. The flag was thrown on the far right sideline. Yeah. So, Kane got to be a little frustrated. He had a nice catch there. That was well, a contested catch, too. Joel's, Joel's a little bit upset about it because the the, the pass interference is was 30 yards from the play. Yeah. So they're going to back that up to the 17, 18-yard line. So it's a 15-yard penalty, and the Warriors will try to go for two again. They're 0 for 5 today so far, Ron. That was a nice pass and a great catch by uh, Black. <clears throat> well, you can pass on them. they got eight guys up the line of scrimmage. I mean, they... The best Russell Brown back into the game now as the fullback. And Bavaro... Well, you're gonna get, you're gonna get in the two points, or you're gonna, exactly. if you don't take the penalty. I'm not sure you have the option on this or not. If you have the option of taking the penalty on the kickoff, it'd be a 15 yard penalty. Yeah, but the points, the points. Right. Well, I'm not sure the points matter much. It's 30 to 6 right now. He could get some pretty good field position. And so the white hat coming over to talk to Joel, I think they're gonna. No, he just. No. That's where he's been nope. standing. There, okay. I thought he was headed back all the way across. So after that conversation with the coach, referee says we're going to play it from the 28-yard line. No, 18-yard line. Excuse me. It's got blood. So who's coming out? 11's got 11 blood. came out, and they're going to check on him. Must have it on an elbow or something. Need to get him ready to go for the kickoff. Change of possession coming up. Warriors ready to roll now. Power eye formation. Kane Black split out to the right. 18 yards to go for the two-point conversion. Graham drops, throws towards Black, and he can't get to the ball, and it is incomplete. No interference down there. And so with 2.54 remaining in the first half, it is Amity 30, Brookings Harbor 6. You're listening to OSAA Football Playoff Action on KLYC 1260 AM, McMinnville, Oregon, and KURY 95.3 FM, Brookings, Oregon. Don't forget the sports clip in McMinnville. It's offering free haircuts to all veterans on Monday, November 11th, in honor of Veterans Day. Plus, they're donating a dollar for every haircut purchased or given to the VFW Help a Hero program. And they are open, Sports Clubs is, from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Monday. Get in there and support our veterans. Warriors set to kick off. Sergio Alba might have his tired leg after this game, Ron. This would be well, kickoff, last, uh, kickoff week, number last six. Last week was 42 to nothing at half. So you're saying he's well-conditioned for this. Yeah. All right. So yeah. out there for the Warriors on kickoff coverage, going from left to right, see if we can do this. Logan Hatch, Mike Mather, uh, Luke Johnston, George Hatch, uh, Dylan Nyseth, Reagan Clark, Brody Roberts, uh, Enrique Martinez, Braxton Morgan, and is that Austin Flynn? Is that 26 over there? Must 25 and 26. 26. Yep. And the kicker, Sergio Alba. How's that, Ron? Good, good job. Whew. <clears throat> That's without a roster. Just running down those names. Here we go. Sergio Alba ready to kick off. 2.54 remaining in the first half. Warriors up 30-6. to six. Alba oh squibs this one. It is caught. Touchdown. And 53 is going to take it out of the air at the 50-yard line. He's going to get chased Touchdown. down. And he is into the end zone. He's in. He is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 53 is Jason Vanjandaren. 
a six foot three, two hundred and twenty five pound lineman. He took that ball out of the air at the fifty yard line and rambled fifty yards, fighting off Luke Johnston, who's about a hundred pounds lighter than Van Vanderzeren. Uh, Flynn, Flynn caught him from behind too. They were just yeah. couldn't drag him down before no. he got to the end zone. Well, sooner or later, you kick the dang thing up there. Oh, that one was that one didn't didn't squib. It never really hit the ground. He just pooched it right in the air, and he hit him right in the numbers with it. Thirty to twelve, little quick change of possession there, and a second touchdown of the game for Brookings Harbor. Our, Our kicking game. We've been saying it since the first game of the season. Holler back in there at quarterback with Hooper to his right. Four wides, two on each side. Holler rolls to his right. Under pressure, hit by West and brought down. Philip West was just going to knock him down. Well, that was and, just... and the guy kept his feet, so he wrapped him up. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's oh, got to be a penalty. There, there it is. is. 15-yarder. This kid needs to be out of the game. Well, that's the, our quarterback. Yeah, the attitude issue is not good. No. Spikes of football. It bounced about 25 feet in the air, and that'll be assessed on the next kickoff as Haller frustrated, but you can't let your emotions run your actions out there. Well, it was the same two. And Philip did it fair. He did it right. He well, got, got in his face and blasted him <laughs> to the ground. Well, what and happened so, was Wes came in. He he was going to blow him up, and Holler kept his feet. So then Wes wrapped him up and took him down. Right. And Holler's a big, strong yeah. kid. Took that first hit pretty well. So it was like a hit, a bounce off, and a grab, and a wrap up and takedown. Holler didn't like it. But you're right. Same two. Same they two got guys. Into a little bit earlier. Yeah. And, of course, you know, it's a state playoff game. This is your last game of the year if you lose. And, uh, you know, you're you're fighting for your for your uh, football existence out there today. I don't see any coach talking to that kid. Uh, one of the assistant coaches did talk to him as he came off the field. But that's it. No that head coach it. talked to him. Holler's struggling with the emotions out there. Needs to get him under control or else nope. he's going to find himself on the sideline for it'll, the rest of the game. It'll be costly. That's their athlete. Uh, he's it. I mean, that's all Nobody we've seen else today that's been no. a weapon. Nobody else. He throws the ball. He plays tough defense. So this helps the Warriors a little bit. Whoa. <laughs> where are they going? 15-yard penalty, personal From foul. where? From oh, it's the... their kickoff. Sorry. Yeah. I, I was looking at it backwards, Ron. I thought they were going from R40. Where in the world is he going? So they're going to kick off from the 25-yard line. And who's kicking off? So that is, I think, do, is, do the high school, do we have two personal fouls and you're gone? I don't know. They would have to be uh, unsportsmanlike, I think, not well, just personal fouls. So well, that would be one. That would be one. Holler set to kick. Hits a line drive. It's going to be taken good. by Hatch. Wyatt Hatch across the 50. Lowers his head, piled up at the 48-yard line. And some late pushing and shoving in there. It's getting chippy. It is. And yep. McCollum on top of Hatch on the ground. Hatch trying to get up. McCollum slow to let him up. Hatch doesn't like it very much. McCollum says, hey, where's the penalty here? So they're going to mark it at the 49, it looks like. And Coach Bavaro complaining uh, to the sideline official here about maybe a little extracurricular activity he thinks he saw out there. First and ten Warriors, so I guess what we talked about before is true now. The Warriors want to use 238 to score, Ron. It's 30 to 12. And the uh, Warriors have the ball near hash marks here. It's an interesting formation. It's a single wing formation. They don't don't have enough guys. They're going to hand it to Brown. Brown's not going to go anywhere. And he's brought down by Holler. Good tackle there. 
Holler's gonna he's gonna get He's playing right on the edge emotionally, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he really is. Gonna have a one yard loss there. He wrapped up Brown high, the, the kind of extra, around the helmet, threw him to the ground and then a little extra, extra celebration. Push. Yeah. Yeah, when he got yeah. And then coming up yelling and, and celebrating. Gotta be careful there. So they gave them a one yard gain on that. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. Because I think he was stacked up at the line. Well, he had forward progress behind. before. He got he had forward progress before. Maybe he so. Got, yeah. So they had to get the tee off the field. <clears throat> so we thought we had an officials timeout. We don't. All right, Pappas back over center here. He's got three wide receivers. Well, uh, Alba the tight end in the slot on the right. Brown the setback. In the fullback position, they throw quick out to uh, Dyke. That's pick a it low, up. and they're oh, going to say that was that should have been a backwards call. pass. That was a bad pass. That's that should have been call. a fumble yeah. on a uh, fumbled lateral. But they're going to say it was comes. an incomplete he pass. Is he going to? Is this guy going to come forward? Well, it doesn't matter now because well, once you blow it, it dead, it doesn't matter. But you he could overrule him. But to what? Well, it's a backwards lateral. Be a fumble. But he, we got the ball well, to forty-seven. Maybe, but they blew it dead, so nobody tackled anybody. So what that, do you do? He had no angle to make yeah, that call. It was the wrong call. Should have been a sideline judge call on that. It's going to be third and nine after all that. Ball's at the 48-yard line. So they gave Russell a yard. I don't know if he earned. And then they missed a uh, backward pass that should have been a fumble. Wing T formation. Graham rolls to his right. Looking downfield. Throws him deep. Again. Dyke has high. to come back to it. He fights and oh, he can't come down it. with it. Should've It'll be it. fourth and nine. Dyke going through two guys there. Tried to come down with it. Ball's in the Couldn't air too long. And the Warriors will have a fourth and nine with a minute 36 remaining here in the first half. <clears throat> a little excitement here the last three minutes of this game, of this half here. Warriors scored on a beautiful touchdown pass from Graham to uh, George Hatch. If he the throws ensuing, that ball on the line, he's behind him again. Yeah, the ensuing kickoff was an uh, offensive lineman taking it back 50 yards on the onside kick. And then the Warriors struggling here to uh, get anything going after uh, an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty gave them excellent field position. So we've got a timeout on the field. So we'll take a quick one also. This is Amity. So if that answers all your questions about your new cloud storage, would you like to hear about our voiceover internet systems? Sounds perfect. Well done. Let's try it again. This time, ask about data security. Yeah. Would you enjoy working on a world-class team with the best training in the country? Then consider a career at Pacific Office Automation. Join our fast-growing team where we offer strong benefits and competitive compensation. Apply at PacificOffice.com slash careers. Pacific Office Automation. Problem solved. Welcome back, Warrior fans, wherever you are. And welcome back, Bruins fans down in Brookings Harbor. Appreciate you listening down there on KURY 95.3 FM. And Warrior fans, whether you're live streaming this on the Amity Pulse or if you're listening on KLYC 1260 McMinnville, welcome. Warriors on a fourth and nine from the 48-yard line. Graham, and we're going to have a false start. They blow this dead. Yeah. Well, he talked that ref into that. And that is the leaning, I think. Yeah, see, he, he talked him into it. And he Russell, probably, yeah. Russell Brown looking a little confused, but what you've got is that lean out of the backfield. 
And uh, it is a false start. And we've wondered about it all year, why they've allowed that to go. And so they're calling it now. you got to be disciplined back there. So instead of 4th and 9, I think we're going to get a punt now on 4th and 14. I don't think we'll punt it. But, well, that was not a 5-yard <laughs> oh my goodness, Ron! That's a they didn't move that. They didn't move that four yards. Well, it was, it, we we had one more yard pass there. Yeah, fourth. They might have moved it four. Yeah, <laughs> his, 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 he is bad. He didn't walk it off. He just now picked up the ball and walked five yards roughly. So, little confusion down there. It'll be one thirty-six remaining in the second quarter. Once they get the clock reset, That's thirty easy. to twelve Warriors. It's easy to do with that clock. It's a great score clock. Oh, you're welcome, Ron. We got some great donors that helped out with that. Signs are down there. Country Insurance, McMullen Electric, Farmers Direct, RV Nelson, Amity Education Foundation, and Curtis Stairs. Having run a score clock. I can't read those, by the way. I just know them. Having run a score clock for a good share of my life. Graham drops, rolls to his left, sets up, throws back. He's got Cody down the right sideline, and it is, the interception is dropped, which was actually smart. Yeah. Even though the coaches up here thought they should have caught it. That was knocked down by number seven, Seth Bird, and uh, no chance of that play. That is a long throw, Ron. He yeah. rolled to his left, threw all the way back diagonally about 25 yards downfield, but about 30 yards across the field, and uh, Dyke was double covered over there. They didn't let him get behind him this time. No. Well, so, it would be, it'd be nice if we don't let them get in the end zone here. A minute 29 remaining in the second quarter. 30-12 to 12 Warriors with the lead. And Brookings Harbor from their own, or oh, no. from the Warriors' uh, 47 yard, 48 yard line. First and 10. Three wides left. Rolls left. Wants to throw. Wrapped up and he tried brought to throw down. It, he thought about it. Philip West on the tackle. And, A little uh, help from Braxton Morgan coming in late. Yeah. And another slam of the football onto Boy, the turf. Tell you. Boy, that could have been another unsportsmanlike conduct. As, uh, Holler just wrapped up by Philip West and brought down. West is living in his space, man. He's getting, he's in his, are you talking about living in his head also? <laughs> you can take that however you want. We got a timeout taken by Brookings Harbor. It's second and 16 when we come back. We're going to take a quick break. This is OSAA first round playoff action. Amity versus Brookings Harbor. We'll be right back. Every stage of life brings something new. Your first real job unlocks a world of financial possibilities and maybe a need for a great rewards credit card. A baby on the way could mean that a new home is more important than ever, but it'll take the right home loan to get there. When retirement suddenly shifts from someday to someday soon, don't panic. On Point Community Credit Union can help for the new, for the now, and for what's next. On Point is here for every age and every stage of life. Join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome back, Warrior fans, wherever you are. <coughs> Excuse me. And Bruins fans down in Brookings Harbor. Appreciate you guys uh, listening to us on KURY. So on a second and 16 with 58 seconds remaining in the second half, or in the second quarter, 30 to 12, Warriors with the lead. Holler in the shotgun. Five yards deep, takes the snap, drops. A lot of Straight pressure. drop, under pressure, throws should, deep. Should be this is Logan Grove, and he's got good coverage. No chance for number 42, Derek Tuttle, to get to that ball overthrown. But Logan Grove with excellent coverage back there. Logan Grove is a high athletic IQ kid. Smart, smart kid on football. He's played football for four years in that little guy's league. and 
Well, and I said athletic IQ, not just football, because you watch him on the basketball, basketball course the same, same way. Thing. It's not about him being the quickest or fastest or whatever. He just makes good decisions out there. He's aware, understands what's going on, and takes great angles. 53 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Third and 16 now. They, they, they split two left and two right. He does not have time to to, to, uh, to throw, throw deep. a deep pass. The quick passes are all they've been able to complete. Yeah. Now they're going to stack the receivers on the right side. No tight end. It's a quick drop. Throws into the slot. That one's caught by Tuttle, and he's wrapped up and brought down by George Hatch. Excellent tackle out there by George. It's going to be fourth and about seven yards to go. Ball at the 44-yard line. 35 seconds remaining. They've only got they one timeout time left. This is the they've, last one right here. That's it. That's our last one. And so we will take one more break here before halftime. This is Amity Warrior Football on KLYC, 1260 AM, McMinnville. Are you or someone you know looking to buy or sell a home or some other piece of real estate? Call local realtor Becky Mather with eXp Realty at 971-241-2997. Let her help you make a real estate touchdown. Licensed in the state of Oregon and a proud supporter of Warrior Athletics. If I was John, I would... Welcome back to Amity Warrior Football. Play. OSAA first round state playoff game versus the Brookings Harbor Bruins. 31.4 seconds remaining here in the first half. Fourth and seven for the Bruins at the Amity 44-yard line. We got Warriors the athletes. lead 30 to 12. Sorry, we got the athletes. I just match up playing man-to-man. This idea of dropping back playing in zone. <clears throat> or flood the zone yeah. and only rush three. Yeah. I think you could do that, too, drop your linebackers and take the underneath thing yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Looks like he's only rushing five, so there's a little bit of that. Drop. Holler rolls to his right. Throws, open. and it is caught. Yeah. We had a man fall down. Logan Grove fell down. Yeah. And they're going to say the clock is going to run. It's 24 Shoot. seconds to go. He caught the ball at the 21-yard line. So 23-yard uh, gain on that pass play. That was uh, Badger with the catch, and uh, Logan Grove lost his footing back there. He was trying to cut on the ball and just stumbled. 19 seconds to go. Holler rolls to his left. Brown. Putting pressure on him, he throws back across, and it is picked off by Keenan Graham. Keenan Graham leads his team in interceptions this year. He's got about five now, and he cut back on that ball, read it all the way, cut back in front of the receiver. It was intended for McCollum, and Graham picks it off inside the five-yard line. Would have been a touchdown if he had not at least knocked it away because it was thrown right to the goal line. Open receiver. So well, they're, look, saying, they're, to be saying, open. they're saying he caught it in the end zone. They're going to bring it out to the twenty. Okay, can't run it out. We couldn't tell where he came down. Can't see it very well from here. So should, should they'll bring a, it out to the twenty. Should be a kneel down, don't you think? I would think so. With nine point four seconds, thirty to twelve, Warrior lead. This last uh, five minutes of the second quarter has been about as discombobulated <laughs> as football gets. And penalties, and a half an hour, half an hour uh, to play five for, minutes forever. Yeah, we've had. Two touchdowns scored, one of them on an onside kick. We've had an unsportsmanlike penalty. We've had other penalties. We've had. We're going to throw uh, it. Graham? No. Hands off. Right up the that. middle to Brown, and Brown will run out the clock. Nobody will take a timeout. Warriors no. have two left, but they won't take them. So at halftime, the Warriors lead the Bruins of Brooking Harbor 30 to 12 in this first round OSAA on point credit union 3A state playoff game. And uh, we will go into the half uh, 
with the Warriors with a three-score lead. Nobody could get a two-point conversion that first half, Ron. Warriors failed five times. Brookings Harbor failed on both of their touchdowns. All right, folks, we'll take a break for a few minutes and be back with some halftime unofficial statistics for you. This is Amity Warrior Football, KLYC, and listening in on KURY in Brookings, 95.3 FM. We'll be back. Congratulations to the Amity Warriors from Quelo Winery, your neighborhood grape farmers. We farm honest wines that help people celebrate the great moments, both big and small, in their lives. Here's to the Warriors. Come make some special moments with us at 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. That's Quelo Winery, 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. Every great community has its own rhythm. And beat by beat, note by note, when you bank at On Point Community Credit Union, you play your part. Because On Point is about more than great banking. From financial education to supporting local schools, we invest our time, money, and energy to partner with local organizations that foster health and knowledge for everyone who calls this place home. And together, there's nothing we can't do. So join in. We're On Point Community Credit Union. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. So if that answers all your questions about your new cloud storage, would you like to hear about our voiceover internet systems? Sounds perfect. Well done. Let's try it again. This time, ask about data security. Yeah. Would you enjoy working on a world-class team with the best training in the country? Then consider a career at Pacific Office Automation. Join our fast-growing team where we offer strong benefits and competitive compensation. Apply at pacificoffice.com slash careers. Pacific Office Automation. Problem solved. At Sport Clips Haircuts, we're on a mission to help our veterans with their education. In 2013, we established the VFW Sport Clips Help a Hero Scholarship Program. With the help of your generous donations, we've raised over $6 million and awarded more than 1,400 scholarships across the country. Visit Sport Clips today and help a hero. And on Veterans Day, November 11th, Sport Clips will donate an additional dollar for every haircut we give. Help us continue this honorable mission. Whether you are starting a new project or just you need repairs, call the experts at McMullen Electric. McMullen will make sure that the job gets done right and at a fair price. You can trust this locally owned and operated company to treat you as a valuable client no matter what size the job. But you don't have to take my word for it. McMullen has nothing but five-star reviews from HomeAdvisor. It simply doesn't get any better than that. McMullen Electric proudly serves its customers with pride, integrity, and attention to the details that matter most to you, which clearly sets them apart from the rest. Call today to get your electrical needs met, 503-435-9487. That's 503-435-9487. McMullen Electric, a proud supporter of Warrior Athletics. Congratulations to the Amity Warriors from Quelo Winery, your neighborhood grape farmers. We farm honest wines that help people celebrate the great moments, both big and small, in their lives. Here's to the Warriors. Come make some special moments with us at 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. That's Quelo Winery, 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. Since 2004, Quelo Winery has been helping the Amity community celebrate the great moments in their lives with honest bottles of wine. The Warriors playoff run is a great moment for our community. 
Come celebrate with your hometown winery at 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. That's Quelo Winery, 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. Are you or someone you know looking to buy or sell a home or some other piece of real estate? Call local realtor Becky Mather with EXP Realty at 971-241-2997. Let her help you make a real estate touchdown. Licensed in the state of Oregon and a proud supporter of Warrior Athletics. And that's how I think you're going to get the lowest toner and maintenance costs across your network. Excellent. Let's try it again. Can you not do the whistle thing? Nope. It's my favorite part. Are you a driven, ambitious college grad looking for a job on a world-class team with the best sales training in the country? Come to Pacific Office Automation. Don't settle for just a job. Start a career. Apply at pacificoffice.com slash careers. Pacific Office Automation. Problem solved. Are you or someone you know looking to buy or sell a home or other real estate? Call local realtor Becky Mather with EXP Realty at 971-241-2997. Let Becky help you make a real estate touchdown. Licensed in the state of Oregon. Every stage of life brings something new. Your first real job unlocks a world of financial possibilities and maybe a need for a great rewards credit card. A baby on the way could mean that a new home is more important than ever, but it'll take the right home loan to get there. When retirement suddenly shifts from someday to someday soon, don't panic. On Point Community Credit Union can help for the new, for the now, and for what's next. On Point is here for every age and every stage of life. Join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Congratulations to the Amity Warriors from Quelo Winery, your neighborhood winery. Celebrate the Warriors playoff run with a bottle of Quelo wine. We produce honest wines at honest prices to be enjoyed without pretense on any occasion. Come visit with us at 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. That's Quelo Winery, 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. What the? Raymond, are you listening to me? I didn't even hear you come into the room. I think it's time for you to call McMinnville Hearing Center and schedule a free hearing evaluation. This is getting worse and worse. (sighs) Okay, dear. What's their number? 503-379-2996. They're open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., so go ahead and give them a call. Yes, dear. I got it. 503-379-2996. I'm going to call them right away. Welcome back, football fans, wherever you are this afternoon. KLYC 1260 AM and KURY 95.3 FM down in Brookings joining us today. Jeff Clark and Ron Huber bringing you the action here from Scoggin Field in Amity, Oregon, where the Warriors lead at the Bruins of Brookings Harbor 30-12 to at halftime. The Warriors uh, really led there in that first half by the passing of Keenan Graham, uh, he finished up first half with uh, three touchdown passes, I believe. Is that correct, Ron? Right, and 153 yards passing. And two long ones to uh, Cody Dyke and one to George Hatch. Not a lot of underneath stuff. Uh, had one pass to Dylan Niseth. It was about nice a 15-yarder or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, and really, that was about it. But <laughs> how many completed passes? What was he final there? Five for nine or so five for eight because he got a bunch of incomplete too. ones in here. Yeah. And if you uh, you don't count the ones, I guess, do you count the incomplete passes on the two-point conversion attempts? I, <laughs> I don't know how that works for uh, NFL stats or college stats. But um, Keenan with an excellent first half, uh, 
um, didn't turn the ball over, did a good job of uh, of managing the offense there and then attacking downfield. Good play calling by Coach McGill. Caught several times caught, guys. I mean, clearly they were short yardage situations, and they were playing for that short yep. dive. And the, it, Warriors uh, attacked downfield on them. Cody's and- wide open behind well, if they're bringing up nine in the box to stop the run, and that means you're going to have that single coverage out there when Cody takes off, and uh, and that's what Dylan had too. They didn't have anybody on him accounted for when he left the backfield to be a receiver. Cody Dykes done an excellent job running the ball. Also, he has 68 yards rushing, and uh, Russell Brand has 42, and uh, Dylan Nyseth has 29 yards rushing. So we got 134 yards rushing, 153 passing. <clears throat> their bi- one of their biggest plays of the game was the. Uh, <laughs> catching the onside kick in the air and running it for 50 yards, yeah. 50 yards for a touchdown. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, number 53, Jason Vanjerderen, I guess you say it. Um, say it again for me. Vanjinderen. Vanjinderen. I'll get it. It's, that's a tough one. Vanjinderen. Uh, excellent play, though. Took that ball at the 50 yard line on a very poorly kicked ball by Sergio Alba. Uh, it wasn't really an onside kick. He just kind of hit a, a little pooch kick right at. Uh, 53, and rather than fall down and cover, he saw nothing but green in front of him and took off and went 50 yards, rumbling down the field for the second touchdown of the game for the Bruins. Uh, Bruins really offensively have have one weapon. That's Logan Haller, uh, the uh, 6'1 junior quarterback. Uh, throws a pretty good ball if you're um, if he has time back there. Warriors did a pretty good job. He's had a hard time throwing it downfield a lot because of the pressure by the Warriors front six there. Uh, but when he has had time, he's been very accurate, and he has a really good receiver in the Badger kid, as well as McCollum. Excuse me, as well as McCollum mm-hmm. uh, downfield, and so uh, that's really the offense right there. Those three guys have they, outside of the quarterback scrambling, they haven't run the ball really at all this game. Just, I think they got two running plays and eighteen pass plays. And of course, the Warriors were up twelve zero right away. Mm-hmm. Um, the Warriors took the first um, drive of the game down the field and scored, and then. Uh, recovered an onside kick, uh, and went right back down and scored again. It was 12-0, five minutes into the game. Right. So, uh, that'll change your running attack sometimes for a coach when they, uh, feel like they're behind and, and uh, need to score some points and quickly. Then their next series, uh, you remember they ran, ran, had a completed pass and they fumbled on the, on the running play and we took that drive in. So we were up 18 zip in, right. uh, in, uh, five minutes, first five minutes of the game. They had only run two plays. Yeah. That's, uh, that's not a great way to start the game, and that's the margin right now is 18 at 30 to 12. Both teams scoring two more times um, after that. But really, the hard for Brookings Harbor to put together a long ride because of the lack of a running threat. And when everything's going to be a pass play, uh, sooner or later something goes wrong when you pass the ball. Yeah, at the high school level. I'm sorry, it's yeah. not. Well, certainly with Cascade, a team like Cascade Christian or St. Mary's, or it sounds like maybe Hidden Valley's got throws the ball a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, Sandy M. Christian, we know, can throw it. This run-pass option stuff. Um, our passing is certainly not run-pass option because Keenan Graham is not going to run the ball. But, well, he might, but he doesn't. Yeah. Um, but what it is is it's it's play-action pass on every pass. Yeah, you call it play-action but not RPO. Right. Yeah. But it, it freezes those linebackers, especially in, in short-down and distance situations, third and two, fourth and one, something like that, you're expecting a running play. Uh, you're prepped for it. You're bringing nine guys up to fill all those gaps and, and try to stuff the running back. you got a load and Russell Brown to deal with, so you're all prepped for that. And then they 
play action that and throw the ball downfield 30 yards to George Hatch for the touchdown. Hatch, phenomenal catch. That was great. In traffic, right in, on the pylon. Right on the corner. I mean, just a great they catch. Would have had to go, they would have had to have, uh, upon further review, because it was that close to the yeah, corner. it really was. And at this high school level here. You're going to get the benefit of the doubt unless it's yeah. pretty obvious that you had a foot out of bounds yeah. or something. All right, we're going to take a break for a couple more minutes. We've got about um, 3.40 on the clock. They'll have a three-minute warm-up after that. So we're about six and a half minutes away from starting the third quarter. This is Amity Warrior Football This uh, on KLYC 1260 AM McMinnville and 95.3 KURY Brookings. We'll be back with more OSAA On Point Credit Union State 3A football playoff action after these messages. And that's how I think you're going to get the lowest toner and maintenance costs across your network. Excellent. Let's try it again. Can you not do the whistle thing? Nope. It's my favorite part. Are you a driven, ambitious college grad looking for a job on a world-class team with the best sales training in the country? Come to Pacific Office Automation. Don't settle for just a job. Start a career. Apply at PacificOffice.com slash careers. Pacific Office Automation. Problem solved. What the? Raymond, are you listening to me? I didn't even hear you come into the room. I think it's time for you to call McMinnville Hearing Center and schedule a free hearing evaluation. This is getting worse and worse. (sighs) Okay, dear. What's their number? 503-379-2996. They're open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., so go ahead and give them a call. Yes, dear. I got it. 503-379-2996. I'm going to call them right away. Congratulations to the Amity Warriors from Quelo Winery, your neighborhood grape farmers. We farm honest wines that help people celebrate the great moments, both big and small, in their lives. Here's to the Warriors. Come make some special moments with us at 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. That's Quelo Winery, 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. Are you or someone you know looking to buy or sell a home or other real estate? Call local realtor Becky Mather with EXP Realty at 971-241-2997. Let Becky help you make a real estate touchdown. License in the state of Oregon. Are you or someone you know looking to buy or sell a home or some other piece of real estate? Call local realtor Becky Mather with EXP Realty at 971-241-2997. Let her help you make a real estate touchdown. License in the state of Oregon and a proud supporter of Warrior Athletics. Whether you are starting a new project or just you need repairs, call the experts at McMullen Electric. McMullen will make sure that the job gets done right and at a fair price. You can trust this locally owned and operated company to treat you as a valuable client no matter what size the job. But you don't have to take my word for it. McMullen has nothing but five-star reviews from HomeAdvisor. It simply doesn't get any better than that. McMullen Electric proudly serves its customers with pride, integrity, and attention to the details that matter most to you, which clearly sets them apart from the rest. Call today to get your electrical needs met, 503-435-9487. That's 503-435-9487. McMullen Electric, a proud supporter of Warrior Athletics. So if that answers all your questions about your new cloud storage, would you like to hear about our voiceover Internet systems? Sounds perfect. Well done. Let's try it again. This time, ask about data security. Yeah. Would you enjoy working on a world-class team with the best training in the country? Then consider a career at Pacific Office Automation. Join our fast-growing team where we offer strong benefits and competitive compensation. Apply at PacificOffice.com slash careers. Pacific Office Automation. 
Problem solved. Every stage of life brings something new. Your first real job unlocks a world of financial possibilities and maybe a need for a great rewards credit card. A baby on the way could mean that a new home is more important than ever, but it'll take the right home loan to get there. When retirement suddenly shifts from someday to someday soon, don't panic. On Point Community Credit Union can help for the new, for the now, and for what's next. On Point is here for every age and every stage of life. Join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Since 2004, Coelho Winery has been helping the Amity community celebrate the great moments in their lives with honest bottles of wine. The Warriors playoff run is a great moment for our community. Come celebrate with your hometown winery at 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. That's Quelo Winery, 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. On Point Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the OSAA State Championships. On Point is Oregon's largest locally headquartered credit union, serving more than 381,000 members. Visit onpointcu.com. On Point is federally insured by NCUA, equal housing opportunity. For more than 30 years, Pacific Office Automation has remained locally owned and operated, supporting the community, people, and places that matter. That's why Pacific Office Automation continues to sponsor the OSAA year after year. Pacific Office Automation. Problem solved. I want to remind you also that if you need some extra spending money and want to get back to student athletes, we would encourage you to become an athletic official. There is a big shortage of officials in Oregon, and we need you now more than ever. Visit newofficials.org. You can stay connected to your favorite school and team with the new OSAA Live mobile app. OSAA Live features schedules, results, rankings, and standings for all teams and leagues plus statewide prep news. Search OSAA Live in the App Store and Google Play or visit osaa.org slash app to download today. All right, folks, we are about ready to go here with the second half of this first round 3A playoff game between the Amity Warriors and the Bruins of Brookings Harbor. Warriors, home team, four seed with the lead, 30 to 12 at halftime, and uh, really controlled that first half most of the time. A um, couple of turnovers for uh, the Bruins, and the Warriors turned those into six points, but no two-point conversions completed or successfully um, converted in that first half. Ron, Jets, uh, neither, neither pretty team. crazy. Seven, seven touchdowns, and no two-point conversions out of those tries. And no extra points either. 30-12 Warriors. Alba ready to kick. The Bruins will receive to start the second half. They had the coin flip win and deferred. It's a nice kick. McCollum will take it at the 20. McCollum works his way back to the middle. Now to the right side. Stacked up. Breaks a couple tackles and now brought down by the Warriors. See who that is. Looks like Sergio Alba, the kicker, has the tackle on that. Brody Roberts coming in late to finish off McCollum. And they will start. At about the 33-yard line, it looks like. First and 10 Bruins. Waiting for the ball to come in from the sideline. A little slow there with that. Both teams are lined up and ready to go. Excuse the Nisiffles there. It's a brisk fall day. And, of course, we're exposed to the elements here at Amity. There's no sitting behind a glass wall. Holler, quick throw to his right. Hits his receiver. 42, wrapped up by Alba and brought down. That is Tuttle 
That's going to be a first down. They pick up about 11 yards on the play. Nice quick pitch out to Tuttle, and he's able to get about another five yards after the catch. And that's the pass that's worked, Ron. It's just that little quick hitter yeah. out to the side and get your receiver in space out there. When they try to throw downfield, it's been more bad than good. Four wides, two on each side. Quick throw again. We've got it blown dead. There's a flag right at the line of scrimmage. It's got to be procedure. Well, when they blow it dead, it's illegal procedure, false start, something along mm-hmm. that line. Yeah, false start. <clears throat> well, when you try to go fast, and Brookings Harbor is trying to speed up the tempo here a little bit, sometimes that throws off the timing for your lineman. So they move them back five. It'll be first and 15. And they ended up spotting that ball at the 30 or the 45, so it's back to the 40 now. Rounded it off to the nearest white line. <laughs> Graham drops into safety coverage now for the Warriors. Warriors not running their 3-3 stack, Ron. They're running a, a 3-2 stack yeah. now. One extra man to help out with those receivers as they move nice at the outside. That's going to be messed and up. And this is either a false start or a Billion offsides. Procedure. Everybody move. The center didn't center the wall. <clears throat> so, again, really struggling with the timing out there of the snap and the movement. <clears throat> Officials huddle at, over the ball here. Brown came firing in from the right defensive end, but he was pointing right away. And it is a dead ball, false start. Yep. I think on the left tackle was the guilty procedure there, or guilty party there, got Brown to come offside. So it's first and 20 now as they have back-to-back false starts on the offense. That's not a way to start the second half. Ball 35-yard line. They've only ran one play here. In 45 seconds. There's a low snap. Holler. Look to throw. Gets it off. Intercepted. Intercepted. Logan Grove with the pick at the, th- at the 48. Down the sideline. Inside the 40. Inside the 35. We've got a flag on the run back. So Probably we'll see what that is. Could be a hold. Could be a block in the, the back. back. Block in the back is the most common. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of chaos out there after an interception. It's not like you get to set yourselves and figure out where your blocking assignments are. You're looking for somebody to hit. And so often at every level, after the interception, you see a block in the back on the return team. I think the interception is going to stand. Oh, I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah. It's a block in the back. <clears throat> I just saw this signal. So it'll back the Warriors up from the 30 four-yard line. He had pressure. He had to get rid of it about a second before he wanted to, and he just rifled it over just, his yep, receiver. sailed it. <clears throat> sailed it over the intended receiver, who I think was Tuttle out there. Logan was playing a little, just playing like a deep third. Well, it's the advantage of a zone, right? Mm-hmm. Is that your eyes are up, you're looking, everything's in front of you, uh, including the quarterback, and when they do make a bad throw, you have an opportunity to do something special with that. Logan Grove with his first playoff interception so the ball after the penalty will be spotted at the 43 yard line of Brookings Harbor single wing formation now for the Warriors as they split out Nyseth to the right, Black to the left a hand to Brown, Brown looking for a little room bounces outside, brought down at about the 40 or the 39 maybe he'll pick up about 3 or 4 yards on the play we'll call it 3, second and 7 just inside the 40-yard line. Got about three and a half on that, Ron. Mm-hmm. So nice job. Again, they spread them out a little bit more. Run that left side again. Yep. 
left side of that line. Dylan Smith and Philip uh, West over there. Outstanding blockers. Graham Same. hands to Brown going left. He breaks the tackle there. He's across the 35 down to close to the 30 before he goes out of bounds. I think they'll mark he, that shy He lost that. the ball. He lost the ball out of bounds. <laughs> and so that part I didn't see. Because he ran to the 30, but he didn't have ah, the ball. When so they're going to move it back to the 34-yard line. Just shy of the first down. I thought he had that first down over there. The chains are on this side. He was running on the other side. I was trying to estimate that, but I didn't realize he had lost the ball. Mm-hmm. He was third and two. He was looking around for the ball when he went out of bounds. And the ball was behind him. Third and two. Warriors in this single wing formation. Not even that. It's just two setbacks. Yeah, I guess it's a single wing with Dyke on the left side. And we're going to have a false start? Yeah. I think they got Dyke leaning. I don't see the flag. Where's the there's the flag. And, no I, think that, and I think that's on Dyke leaning as uh, the umpire threw wing. it, though. Right in the middle of the field. A little sloppy here by the Warriors on those false starts. They've had a couple. Brookings Harbor's had a couple as well. So, ball back to the 39-yard line. Hard to keep track of all this. I know if you're at home, it's going to be third and about six and a half yards left to go for the first down. Warriors break the huddle. It's going to be a single wing formation again with Niceth set to the left of Brown, who's behind Graham, and Dyke on the left wing. Going to give to Brown going left. He's got Niceth as a blocker. Across the 35 to the close to the 30. That'll be a first down nice for the Warriors. Run. Really nice run. He He's going to pick up about seven and a half or eight yards on that run. They're going to mark it. I think just shy of the 30, maybe right at the 30. That was a play that we haven't seen Russell do very much. He, it, it, the play was set to go <clears throat> right between tackle and guard. He broke it outside, popped it outside. And he had Niceth and Dyke out there blocking for him. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was a design pop out there. First and 10 Warriors at the 30-yard line of Brookings Harbor. Graham under center now back in the wing T formation. They bring Niceth in motion. Fake to him. It's oh, on the reverse counter. on the counter to Dyke. Dyke around the right okay. side. Got one guy to beat. Lowers his shoulder. Pushes away from him, and he's out of bounds inside the 10-yard line. First Tony, time we've run that this today. And a flag at the end of the play, and I think that's going to be on 53. I think an unsportsmanlike. He shoved, I think, Alba in the back as he was walking back towards the new line of scrimmage. And two flags. <laughs> okay, I haven't seen that before. One official walked over, dropped his flag next to the other flag, and then picked the first flag up and gave it back to the guy who threw it. And it's going to be... I didn't see what he called it. I think it's a personal foul. Not a very demonstrative move there by the White Hat, but that's going to attack half the distance. It's only going to be about a five-yard penalty as they marked him at the 10-yard line. 20-yard. So it was after the play. Dyke had already run out of bounds. They haven't moved the chains because of the penalty flag. They're going to say the penalty was back at the 15. Shouldn't it be at the end of the run, though, right, Ron? That's yeah, gone. Yeah. And they're going to take it down to the five-yard line. So it's a five-yard penalty oh. attack on the end. What was it? Blindside block. Ah, okay. It's not a blindside block. It'd be a blindside hit if you're hit. on defense. Yeah. Block if you're on offense. But that's a personal foul. But it's only a five-yard penalty, and they tack it on to the end of the run. So it's first and goal from the five. It would have been a longer penalty. except that. Right. It's a 15-yard penalty, but only yeah. half the distance when you're inside the 15. Graham, Uh-oh. hands on the counter, 
to Dyke or to Nyseth. Nyseth turns it back up inside, and I think he's in. He is. Dylan Nyseth with a five-yard touchdown run around left end. Great job of reading his blocks out there. He had Philip West, West out in front of him. <laughs> Philip doing a great job. You get him. Philip is mobile. He'll get out there, and he's got a he's got a nasty streak to him about blocking that you love in an offensive lineman. He loves to hit. You love it when your offensive linemen are, are also defensive ends. They yeah. just have that attitude about contact and finding somebody to drill. And that's that's what you want to run behind if you're a running back for sure. So the Warriors tack on six more. It's 36-12. We'll see if they can actually get a two-point conversion here. The one that they did convert was called back because of a penalty. So power eye formation with Nyseth on the right wing. Going to throw, rolls, waiting, throws, waiting. and knocked away. Intended for Nyseth. Knocked Holler. away by Haller. Yep. So, 36-12 with 9.43 left to go. I'll tell you what, if you converted these six two-point conversions, Ron, this would be a 52-12 to game. <laughs> so you've left 12 points out there. Yeah. If you make, yeah. That's crazy. Never seen that out of this team. That would be 48, Jeff. I don't think so. Six oh, yeah, you're two. right. Sorry, I did my math wrong. You're a science I went teacher. 16 instead of 12. But it would still be 48 to 12 and not 36, which yes. would be significant. Yes. <laughs> all right, so Warriors will be kicking off Alba with his second kick of this half and his seventh kick of the game, I believe. So let's see if the Warriors' defense can do their job here. It'd be, yep, be easy. Yeah. So... Looking out there, they've got McCollum and is that 16 or 6 back? I can't see who the other guy is. I think that's Almond Trout back there. Almond Trout. He's a, little, whoever yep, he is. Number it's 6, 5'6", six. Six, 135-pound uh, running kick back. kick it right to him. That's right. They keep kicking it to McCollum, who's He's kind of a low. Yeah, yeah. He, he can roll. Alba. Kicks this one Kick to him towards McCall. This one's going to go out of bounds. Caught by Coach McGill oh. on the sideline. McGill's given a target to kick to. And and that will put the ball out on the 40-yard line, I believe. So McGill, what he usually did in previous seasons, he would stand where he wanted the guy to kick it to. Well, he kicked well, he, it right to him, but it was a little bit too far. So, so after the penalty, I believe that will move it up to the 40-yard line. Or they can move the Warriors back five yards kick, and make them kick, kick it, it again. again. Now, Rainier did this to the Warriors three times, right? Yeah. That Rainier? Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Here we go. And pretty soon, pretty soon you're getting pretty good field position mm-hmm. if you can return it at all. So this is, I, I would do that. So they are backing them up five yards. So the Warriors will try this again. Beautiful weather here in Amity, Oregon. No wind. Zero Overcast. Nobody getting dehydrated. Want to thank our listeners wherever they are, including Cancun, Mexico. His squibber. This one bounces the 50, picked up at about the 47, returned to the Warrior 47-yard line, 48-yard line. So they will start in Warrior territory. That was picked up by Berger, 6'2", junior, uh, Backup quarterback fielded that ball pretty cleanly off the bounce. I think it'd be fun to be one of those up guys if the other team's just going to hit squib kicks at you all day. Yeah, kind of fun. Time one running for yeah. a touchdown. And we saw that already out of uh, Jason Vingerderen. I still didn't get that right. Vingerderen. 
9.39 left to go, third quarter, 36-12 Warriors. Brookings Arbor starting with some of their best field position of the day. Last time they started here, they uh, marched it down pretty well. Three wides left. Takes a quick snap, pitches, turns it back up inside, and wrapped up in heavy D Whoa. in on the hit as well as Dyke and Philip West. West. Phillip West. Phillip Three West. guys converging on that. And the ball carrier was... Number 10. Number 10, that is uh, Hooper. And so... They're not going to run on us. No, they got back to the line of scrimmage. That was a great job uh, to turn that ball back inside by Russell Brown Yeah, on this right end. He got good penetration, got across that line of scrimmage, and turned the re- the running back back in. Three wides left. They send Hooper in motion. Holler, and we've got a whistle. Illegal We're going to have an yeah, illegal procedure. Two guys in motion, a shift. I don't know. Yeah. Over on the right side, that 42 left way too early. So it was Tuttle that got the false start there. So that'll back them up five. It'll be second and 15. That's too many mistakes for the 10th game of the season. Yeah, and I think part of this is they're trying to go to this hurry-up offense a little bit. And uh, I think that just leads to some guys getting a little anxious, getting excited. You have to be disciplined when you run a hurry-up offense. You have to... You have to make sure that you know every player is playing within themselves and under control, knows what they need to do, and then plays fast. So now they go two wides left. It's Tuttle and I think uh, Kondaraki on the left. They throw to Tuttle. He catches it at the line of scrimmage and then falls down trying to make a move. He's going to get five yards back to the 50-yard line. Tuttle trying to be shifty out there, losing his footing, and it'll be third and 11. So they give him four yards on that. No, f- uh, five yards on that. So after losing a yard and then getting a five-yard penalty, the Bruins are sitting at the 50-yard line. <clears throat> They've lost a yard on this drive on the first two plays. Double uh, stack here on the left of two wide receivers. Two split out to the right. They throw. It's got Tuttle again. Tuttle. Wrapped up and brought down. Nice job by Cody Dyke to come in and finish off the play. Should be enough for a first down, though. They're going to get right at the 11 yards they needed. So Tuttle seems to be the guy that they really want to target here. Pretty good-sized guy, Tuttle, uh, number 42, listed at 6'4 and 200 pounds. Got good hands, doesn't drop the ball, and uh, turns the ball upfield. He's a load to bring down. George Hatch, good job wrapping him up, and Dyke coming in to finish him off there, but still got the 11 yards they needed. But he's going to get 11 just for the cushion we play. Well, I only got a uh, 10-yard cushion on him, Ron. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sent a man in motion. Holler throws. He's got a receiver, and Dyke finishes off the play. First down again. As uh, that's number 23, uh, Deshaun catching the ball for a first down. They get the ball down to the 25-yard line, I believe, just outside, maybe the 26-yard line of Amity. <clears throat> so a nice quick hitter there by Holler. Holler playing much more under control now than he was in the second quarter. He was really struggling emotionally in the second quarter, very frustrated. Send a man in motion out to the right side. Holler looks left. Missed him. Rolls, throws Wide off open. his back foot, and it is knocked down. George Hatch coming back to make an excellent play there. And intended for McCollum, number 87, down at the goal line or the five-yard line, somewhere in that neighborhood, and uh, knocked away by Hatch. So it'll bring up second and ten. You run that same motion and throw the ball out there at number six. One of these times they're going to. That's Armantrout mm-hmm. going in motion out of the backfield. 
And so it'll be interesting to see <clears throat> if uh, one of these times they throw that to him, try to get him in space out there. There's a lot of space there on the left hash mark. It's a snap. They toss to Armantrout. Makes one guy miss. Another guy miss in the backfield. Now trying to get outside. Missed him. He oh. makes another man miss. That's now he's got the corner. Now he's got a block in the back coming. And another play coming in. And so you hear the assistant coaches up here not happy. Can't do a blindside block. But that was uh, Logan Grove just getting blown up from the side. Blindside block. And that came in uh, from the blind side on that. And I think that's what they're going to call, which will be a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. Blind. And that's been called all year. We've had that called on us a number of times this year. Used to be a block, but it's not a block anymore. So the officials huddle together at the about the... 30-yard line to talk about it, or 25-yard line. So two flags came in on that. They're going to mark this, I think, from the 27-yard line. So it should put it back at about the 42 once they mark this off. So a personal foul. So it'll be second down again. That was a nice run, too, by Armantrout. He made about four guys miss in the backfield. Looked like he was going to break about a 20-yard run there before he was forced out of bounds. But right as he cut that ball upfield around that right side is where they threw the flag initially. That was our friend 42. Was that Tuttle on the block? Got to be disciplined out there. You can't allow yourself to... uh, to fall into the trap of hitting somebody who's looking another way. And like Ron said, that used to be a, a used allowable to, used hit. To, used to, go used to, to f- teach it. You used to go to the film room and root for those kind of blocks. <laughs> Decleat the guy, right? Yeah. They're taking that away. Yeah. Three wides left, one to the right. Armature out in the backfield. Quick throw out to the left. Caught. And he Fell slips. Down. Lost oh. his footing. That's uh, number five, Badger, trying to turn the ball upfield. Philip West helps him up after the play. And a short gain on that's going to bring up third and about 20 or so. <coughs> so they've got the ball spotted at the 36-yard line of Amity. Pretty much. We're just giving them that pass. We're not doing anything to stop it. Well, the pass is behind the line yeah. of scrimmage, and so you figure by the time he catches the ball and your guys are closing, as long as everybody makes their tackles, yeah. you don't give up more than five yards. Yeah. If you miss tackles, you've got a different issue, but that's the same way everywhere. Can't miss tackles. They stack two receivers left, spread them out on the right. Quick throw. Hits uh, Badger. He is wrapped up and brought down by Dyke. Nice play by Dyke to close out. It's going to be fourth and about 15. Ball at the 29-yard line. This defense is perfect when you get them into a long down and distance, Ron. Yes. (laughs) Because you give them that little underneath. That was just a little cross underneath the linebackers there. But, you know, he catches the ball. Dyke comes out and closes him out. He gets, you know, seven yards on the play. But... It doesn't hurt you. Dylan Bar, or, uh, Dylan Barber. Barber. What Barber? Uh, not Dylan Barber. Hunter Barber into the Barber. game. <laughs> Playing nose tackle. Yeah. So snap, holler drops, Uh-oh. under pressure. Contained. Throws as Open. he's hit and knocked away and caught the end zone by Kane Black. Did he catch No, it? by Cody Dyke. It Rest is it. a touchback. Touchback. Russell Brown checks on Holler. He laid a lick on Holler as he was throwing the ball. And Holler trying to step into it, getting drilled, couldn't get much on it. It just floated up there, and it was tipped Tip. by George Hatch, and then Dyke came in and made the catch. Great great interception. Great interception, and it didn't matter too much in terms of uh, a field position. Well, if he'd have dropped it, we'd have had it at the 20. 
Uh, no, we would have had it at the 27. 27 I think we lost yeah. about seven yards yeah. on that interception. But lost track still, down. still a great play, great athletic play and timing play by Cody Dyke. Very good awareness by him. Warriors take over at the 20-yard line. 5.32 remaining third quarter, 36-12 Warriors. Graham under center, hands Brown. to Brown. Nope, it goes to Nyseth coming around on the on the end around, and he's going to pick up about five yards, maybe four. So it'll be second and six or so, five or six. They're going to put it right on the 25, so second and five for the Warriors. Dylan Nyseth, real nice game against uh, Dayton last week. Had a career high rushing wearing his dad's number, and he went back to number 11 for some reason. I can't figure that out. It was a one. It was a one-game deal with Enrique. <laughs> they traded numbers for one game. Confused us because we didn't realize Enrique had taken number eleven. Took us a while to figure that out. Wing T formation. Weigert split out left. Niseth in motion. Fake to Lewis. Niseth Graham under pressure. Going to be sacked. Uh, he missed uh, the handoff to Cody. It was going to be a counter. yeah. I think that was supposed to be a counter coming back to Dyke, and Dyke wasn't in line with where well, Graham was. Of, and lots and lots of penetration. It was. That kind of blew that play up a little bit. So they'll lose uh, a yard or two, about a yard on that. It'll be third and six for the Warriors. Ball at the 24-yard line of Amity. High school students deserve to participate in sports and activities, but not all can afford it. The goal of the OSA Foundation Student Assistance Program is access to all for lifelong lessons learned by being members of the team. Visit OSAAFoundation.org and discover how you can help. Warriors break the huddle. Hatch split out right. And Got on him. a hard count, they're going to get him to jump. Yep. That'll be five yards. It'll bring up third and one or so, a long one for the Warriors. So a nice hard count there by Keenan Graham. He's done that well all year. we got Robbie Scharf over here on the near sideline talking with Brookings Harbor guys. Is there anybody in 3A football Robbie doesn't know? <laughs> Uh, Does he have a press pass to be where he's at? How's he he might have one. I don't know. How's he there? <coughs> he just knows the, knows all those guys. So third and about a yard and a half after the five-yard encroachment penalty. Kane Black split out left. Power eye formation. They give to Dyke. Oh, he's oh, got a hole. He's back across the four. Oh, he he's still into, going. He ran about into the Dylan. 44-yard line. Nyseth was making a block and falling down and hit the leg of Dyke. But Cody with a nice run out to the 44-yard line and a nice long drive here would just uh, probably end all hopes of Brookings Harbor, I would think. Brookings Harbor, hands on their was, hips, a lot of them. Looking tired. It was ended earlier. Maybe so, but if they had if they'd managed scored, to get that touchdown, it would have yeah. felt different. Yes. And keep your hopes alive, even if it's maybe not realistic. Power eye formation, nice F on the right. Hand to Dyke again. He powers right back through that same hole behind the right guard. Nick McMullen out there. And uh, Wyatt Yoakum. Wyatt Yoakum. <laughs> and picks up good. about five yards on the play. Second and five coming up. What were you saying there, Ron? Well, Wyatt had a block that just... <laughs> he was still blocking him five yards. Five yards after the, the hole was go- gone that Brandon had already gone through. Yeah. Great Warriors block. break the huddle, taking their time. 2.50 to go, third quarter. It's an interesting right side of the line here with Sergio Alba. At the tight end position yeah. next to Heavy D. Yeah. There's a slight discrepancy in size between them. Graham, quarterback keeper, plows ahead three yards. And it'll be third and two. Brought down by McCollum. 
and McCall and Graham have their cleats hooked up. <laughs> and they can't get loose. There they got it. Finally, McCollum twists out of that. Graham couldn't get up because McCollum had his foot twisted up with Graham's and the laces had gotten caught. So Keenan will get his shoe tied here again. I think the ref is going to give him time to do it. I think he will. I don't think he'll start the play clock until Keenan gets up after <laughs> that. Shoe kind of totally a, came off. Yeah. It, <laughs> Graham gets it back on and hops up. A fish uh, white hat checks with him. It could come off. Those are high tops. I mean, way high tops. Third and two for the Warriors. <coughs> that little quarterback sneak will keep you honest there. Yeah. We haven't seen that a lot well, this year. Well, they moved their nose. They got rid of the nose guard, and they're playing uh, like a 4-4. Yeah. Well, four. It's a, It's yeah. It's like a 4-3 with the safety brought up into the box. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it is a 4-4. Now he slides way up. Going to get the nice F going left. He's going to get the first down and an extra couple of yards as the pile pushes ahead to about the 43-yard line. First and 10 Warriors. Two minutes to go in the third quarter. Warriors firmly in control of this one in the first round of the 3A state playoffs. In case you are uh, wondering and not able to pull this up for yourself, I'm just going to let you know that uh, what was going on with the volleyball uh, Cresswell and Sandy and Christian will play for the 3A title. Sutherland and Burns will play the third place game. Uh, it's actually probably underway right now. Uh, Warriors, of course, losing to Burns in the first round over there. Gonna fake the toss. They give to Brown. Brown plowing oh ahead, spins my. off a tackle across the 40 to the 35. He's still going to the 30. Down. He's gonna go all the way. Russell Brown takes it to the house from 44 <laughs> out. A missed tackle right at the no, line of scrimmage. No orange on the field. And yeah, no, no, no mustard out there. We will call it a touchdown. 42-12. Russell Brown was hit right at the line of scrimmage, but no wrap-up, able to spin off of it. And once he did that, there was nobody in position to make a play. That was a really nice spin. I mean, it really was. Great balance by Russell. Spun away from that tackle. And, and like we talked about, Russell, 185 pounds, 5'10". He's a, a state wrestler. Went to the state tournament last year as a junior. I think he got he's fourth. Solid. Yeah, I think he, he got fourth. He's very solidly built. Runs hard, and uh, he runs hard all game too. Yeah. Forty-two twelve. See if the Warriors can actually get a two-point conversion successful today. They're zero for six so far. Nice F in motion. Hand to nice, nice. F, and we finally got we one got in. One. He did get in. So forty-four to twelve is the new score here for Amity over Brookings Harbor. Minute 27 remaining in the third quarter. So now, if if I'm the coach and thinking about next week, my issue is let's let's let some other guys play. We don't want anybody hurt. Hey, you keep your defense out there and change your offense up maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Give some guys a break. Hey, you can purchase your official state championship merchandise at osaastore.com. With Rush Team Apparel, the new exclusive merchandise partner of the OSAA, you have more options. Customize your gear with your name, your school, event decals, and more. And now Nike products are available. Browse the selection of official state championship merchandise at osaastore.com. All right. Warriors set to kick off again. Nice hole on that left side again. Dylan Smith, Philip West, Ashton, Ashton Pappas, uh, just quietly go about their business. A lot of yards. This has been a, a really pleasant offensive line to watch this year. They've really grown as the year's gone on. Young guys starting. Well, it's next year's line. It really is without Jacob in there. Yeah. These are all underclassmen. There's a squib kick to about the 40, and it's fallen on there by number four, Berger. Best field position. 
Yeah, for the Warriors. We finally held them inside the 40. Ball be at the 39-yard line. You sure they're not going to put it on the line? Oh, they are, aren't they? He just walked up a yard <laughs> to the 40. <laughs> He's going to put it there. Oh, my goodness. I, Ron and I have been laughing about this for years. It's like, as soon as we have the 39, 39 and a half, just walk up to the 40 and put it there and give them an extra half yard or so. They don't have uh, uh, line cams or pylon cams or... Or they just lasers, round off laser lines. They just <laughs> sometimes it'll Let's be use the white lines. That sometimes are on it'll the field. be really close to a first down. They'll just kind of glance at it. Guy, ah, it's a first down. Yeah, <laughs> depending on the score of the game. Minute twenty six remaining here. Well, certainly in the third quarter, it elevates as you move on in the play. Absolutely. Yeah. And well, we've got a flag. That's going to be a delay game. It took them too long. Yeah. So a lot of back them up, and it'll be first and Gee fifteen whiz. from the thirty five yard line. That's. That's you know, it's amazing to me how often that happens, even at the professional level, coming out of a, a kickoff. <laughs> and it's like the guys lose track of time, the coaches, there's no sense of urgency, and all of a sudden they get a delay a game. It's like they forget that play clock's running. There's a lot of people that are not going to let Cristobal forget some of his. because yeah. <laughs> first Ducks, and, Ducks have had several of those. First and 15 for oh, the Bruins. Oh that should be a false start. They don't call it. Trying to get the running back Graham. outside. Graham yeah, Brown. just levels. Uh, Christensen, he was being wrapped up down low, I think, by uh, uh, Russell Brown, and Graham came in and finished him off with a shoulder to the sternum. Wow. And they lose a couple on that play. Second and 16 or so, almost really, 17. Really good penetration by uh, uh, Keenan. He read that play, came up fast from his, wherever he's playing. It's like a safety over here. or <clears throat> Corner. Keep going. I'm listening to you, Ron. I don't, I don't know what. <laughs> well, John, the defense matches what the other team's doing. So, so we've got an interesting game going on over on the other side of the state, or uh, at, excuse me, uh, involving the other side of the state. Vale has a 16-20 lead after the third quarter against YC. Quarterback Russell keeper Brown. on this one, Russell Brown, with the tackle after a gain of two. Nice. Uh, picks up the ball and hands it to the official. So YC coming into that game is the seventh-ranked team undefeated. And uh, Lois Dumbler giving me an update there that uh, YC losing that game right now by four. We'll see if she can uh, give me any more updates on that. That would be wonderful. That was uh, 16-20 at the end of the third. They must be getting close I think she's a, to the end of the game. I think she's a Vale alumnus. She is from over there, for sure. And that is the end of the third quarter here at Amity High School. Warriors lead 44-12 to over the Brookings Harbor Bruins. We will be right back with more OSAA On Point Credit Union. OS, uh, well, we shouldn't repeat that. OSAA On Point Credit Union 3A football playoffs after these messages. Congratulations to the Amity Warriors from Quelo Winery, your neighborhood winery. Celebrate the Warriors' playoff run with a bottle of Quelo wine. We produce honest wines at honest prices to be enjoyed without pretense on any occasion. Come visit with us at 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. That's Quelo Winery, 111 Fifth Street in downtown Amity. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Football here at this first round OSAA On Point Credit Union State Playoff game for the 3A classification. You're listening to 
KLYC1260 McMinnville or KURY95.3 Brookings. Picking up our feed today. We appreciate them being able to drop in and listen. Hope they're enjoying the game, uh, at least listening, uh, even if they don't like the score. There's a snap, drop, throw, into the slot, picked up. Oh, should have been intercepted by Logan Grove. Went right through his hands. Logan wants that one back. He had that in his sights, leapt in the air, and did not squeeze it. He timed it right. It just... He didn't time the squeezing of the hands right. So now YC's jumped back out on top of Vale, 23-20, with three minutes left to go in the game. Whoa. So I'll tell uh, Lois, keep me posted there, and uh, we'll pass that information along. But sounds like Vale has the last chance. It, it would appear that way. We, we don't know who has the ball right now, but it could be the case that Vale will get that last opportunity to march down They're going and for get it. a winner. Fourth and, Fourth and 14 from should, the 36-yard line. We should drop this ball. Drops. Holler throws. And he's I wrapped up and brought down. Cody, Cody Dyke, Dyke wraps up Berger and drops him. That screen pass had no chance. Cody Dyke will sniff it out from a mile away and drop you. There is He is a sure tackler, Ron. Yes, he is. When you talk about good tacklers, Cody Dyke should be number one on the list in our league. He When he hits you, you go down, too. And he's been that way for a couple, two or three years. He sits back there and reads, 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 and that was an excellent read on his part. And the key is to know when to react, right? Yeah. A lot of guys can read, but they react a split second too late or too early. They had the linemen. The linemen were all fooled. It was a good screen. It was a middle screen. But Cody came up from that safety spot and just submarine. we got a new quarterback. Kane Black under center yep. still has his most of his backfield. George Hatch in the game, though. He comes in motion. They hand yep, to Hatch, George. coming left. Oh, he turns back up inside. There was nowhere to go. He should have probably bounced that one outside. Maybe he got a yard on the play. It'll be second and nine for the Warriors. <clears throat> Excuse me. Kane Black, sophomore, getting some reps here at the quarterback position. You protect Keenan for next week. It'll be Rainier coming to Amity next week. It'll, I not, don't know if it's a Friday or Saturday game yet, Ron. Um, it could well be a Saturday game. Rainier beating Madras 40-7 to yesterday. Um, I, and the reason it might be a Saturday game is because of the Warriors not wanting to have a short week. <clears throat> Do we have a say in it? Uh, the oh. two teams can agree. We're going to have a, illegal I think an illegal shift on this one, yeah. possibly. Uh, Dyke had the carry, but I think this one's coming back. We're moving before the ball snapped. Yeah. We've been doing it all year. They just haven't called it. So we've called it up here and said, boy, it sure looks like a false start. George Hatch into the game, replace, or excuse me, Wyatt Hatch into the game, replacing Cody, Cody Dyke. So we're going to back it up five years. It'll be second and 14 for the Warriors. 11.07 left to go in this one. Weigert bringing in the play from the sideline. I think we'll see some of those guys you were talking about here pretty soon, Ron. Maybe after this drive, maybe the next drive, we'll, we're starting to see, you know, we've got George and Wyatt at running backs now. We may see some other guys coming in here at some other positions. Going to give to George. No, that's or right. Wyatt Hatch going right. He is wrapped up and brought down. You think that was a backup offensive line in there. They've got good penetration, two runs in a row. And some of that's just how quick the play isn't happening, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, Kane's not quite as smooth back there as Keenan is, not as practiced, and your running back's timing isn't as good because they haven't had those same kind of reps. And So it's third and 15. Loss of one on the play. It's, oh, it's, a, it's a nice ha- happening here when you got a sophomore quarterback getting 
Playoff yeah. experience, sophomore running back. <clears throat> yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And an under and a line with no seniors on it out there. Right. Kane under center, hands the hatch, and he's wrapped up, brought down again. It's going to be fourth and fifteen. And the Warriors, good penetration there from Brookings Harbor all of a sudden. I'm wondering if we've got some changes on that offensive line that I didn't notice. No. There's Pappas. There's Philip West. There's Dylan Smith. So it's just the timing. It shows you how critical that timing is on the handoff. Yeah. And if you were watching, Kane turned and had to then reach to hand the ball to Wyatt. So I don't know if that's on Kane or if that's on Wyatt, but there's just they're not in sync as smoothly. They just haven't had those kind of reps. They will be next year. What will he do here? Brings Hatch in motion. Hands right up the middle. That's Russell Russell Brown. He's going to get the first down. Russell Brown is a... It's oh, be. they may have gotten him short. They're going to say his knee hit before he got to the first down line. Yeah. Russell Brown with a gain of about 13 or so on the play. It'll be short. That'll be a turnover on downs. Brown almost got there, got just tripped up got, and stumbled yeah. a little bit. They got quieter up in our booth here with no assistant coaches. Yeah. <laughs> they headed downstairs. Camera girl's quiet, too. She doesn't make a lot of noise, so. They're, uh, they really feel, they're, I won't say it. Alright, so, first and ten Bruins fall at the 28 so yard line. We still got, uh, a lot of RC guys on defense. And that's pretty common. Yeah. Braxton Morgan in there though. It's a handoff. Bounces it. Gets outside. Dyke hits him. He bounces off of that and wrapped up finally and brought down by George Hatch. That was, uh, Hooper on the carry. He'll get a first down plus about an extra three yards or so, maybe four yards. First down ball at the 42-yard line. Good run there by Hooper. Clock running, approaching nine minutes. Holler takes a snap, hands to Hooper again. Oh, Oh, no, Holler kept it. Kept it. Wrapped up. Breaks the tackle, oh, finally brought Cody down. Dyke was going to, oh, that was, Graham was going to just unload on and him. And Keenan slow to get up, does a little crawl on the ground. Sergio Alba, first contact there, wrapped up an ankle on Haller, got him stumbling. And it was then, uh, he's hurt. A couple other guys coming in. Ah, Keenan will be all right. No, he's, no. Oh, Haller. I was like, Keenan will be fine. He's Gumby. He doesn't get hurt. No. <clears throat> he just kind of bounces back up and goes. Haller. With two wides oh, left, one right, that should be a false oh, start, my. and they got it. Yeah. I mean, he had a full stride. This guy didn't even throw his flag. <laughs> yeah, the near side uh, line judge didn't throw his flag, but the far side guy noticed that he the was. the left side noticed that the the left side judge noticed that the right tight, tight end, end was off to a head start, like he's out of the blocks. Yards. <laughs> and this guy did not. And the near side didn't throw the flag. There's yeah. no orange over here. <clears throat> I think you're colorblind, Ron. Those aren't orange, they're yellow. Okay, yellow. <laughs> Are you colorblind? <laughs> I am colorblind. And <laughs> hey, we got Enrique Martinez in there. Playing a little linebacker. We still got Russell. Here comes Russell. They want to throw. Oh, Hesitation, throws deep, and nice job at the very end by Logan Grove to come across and knock that ball away from Berger. Berger had a half a step on Cody Dyke there, but a great read by... Uh, Mr. Grove to slide over there and knock that away. Just thrown deep kind of down that right side. 8-12. I'll actually Cody to get out of there. Yeah. Well, they might score a touchdown on the next play if he's out. 
He's made a bunch of uh, excellent tackles. They're going to play him back at that safety. Graham in there. Still got Brown. Oh, this is mostly starters. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll get Enrique. Holler rolling to his right under pressure. A There's hold. a hold they don't call. Throws down the sideline. Caught by Boy, Deshaun. Yeah, that was a clear hold. Braxton Morgan had broken through, and Hooper just grabbed him and turned him, actually, with his hands on his jersey. They get a first down on the play. Pick up about 20. 40 to the 40. Spotted at the 41, so yeah, about 20 yards on the play, 19. Clock still running inside uh, of eight minutes. Phillip had contained, but he got tackled, and then (laughs) he would have had a clear shot at uh, at Holler. Holler takes a snap, look left, throws over the middle, and Dyke wraps up and brings down uh, Berger. Immediately, gain of about five, six yards they'll give him. Second and four, ball at the 35-yard line. They rush the play in quickly. 44-12, Warriors with a commanding lead here with seven and a half minutes to go in the game. Holler drops, looking to throw under some little bit of pressure, rolls to his right. Now he's going to run. Graham drops and brings Holler down. Wraps up the legs, brings him down. That'll be enough for a first down ball down to the 24-yard line. So a gain of 11 on the play. Keenan, good form tackle there. Just drop down, wrap up like the legs. That. I do not like that. Dude. And they might be getting somebody out. They're going to get oh, Braxton Morgan out. <laughs> Brody Roberts into the game, play that left linebacker position. Warriors going with two linebackers in a... Uh, Stack formation. Holler drops hit. It's up in the air. It's floating and almost picked off. Keenan Graham comes flying across and got hands on the ball. Could not hang on to it. Great effort by Graham. Ball intended for Berger. And Holler hit as he was throwing. And he's a little dinged up back there. That kid has been hit a bunch of times this game. A lot of Russell Brown hits. <clears throat> and Philip West. And Philip West. They're getting penetration, and it's just a split second late. But, but he, it's, a, it's pretty, enough that he had to float the ball, though. He's pretty elusive. He's a good quarterback. I think he's got a lot of good traits. I don't know um, that they use him to his full capacity. It may not have the weapons around him. Holler throws short, caught by Berger, wrapped up by Alba, and brought down. Who else was in on that tackle there? Berger slow to get up. Alba and Dyke. Making the tackle, all the first one there. A little short of the first down. It's third and four. Maybe five to go. Six and a half minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Want to appreciate the uh, local sponsors we have uh, that uh, buying some advertisement from KLYC during this. Quayla Winery, Becky Mather at EXP Realty, two of them. Holler on the keep. Gets outside. Turns it up. Alba knocks him out of bounds with a shoulder. It'll be enough for a first down. So I want to thank McMullen Electric for uh, supporting Warrior Athletics as well. <clears throat> Lois Dumbler giving me a text message. 27-23, the final. Veil with a win. Oh, boy. They had the ball last. I guess they did. So I'm thinking maybe, yeah, it was 23-20. YC with the lead. Vale came back and scored a touchdown to win it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a nice season for YC, the first undefeated season. Absolutely. Last year they got kind of um, shafted on a playoff screen. spot. There's a short screen pass thrown. It's Hooper wrapped up, brought down. Logan Grove with a good tackle. They're matriculating down the field slowly here against this Warrior defense. 
Grove a little gimpy getting up, twisted an ankle a little bit. He'll walk that off. First and goal. Nope. No, second nope. and, oh, excuse me, they did not get a first down. I Gain take that back. Yep. Or they're saying six. Yep, second and four, ball at the five-yard line. I uh, thought that he was further down than that. Holler takes the snap, rolling right. left. He's going to run it. He is hit and brought down after a game. Is he in? He is. Touchdown. Brookings Harbor, Holler with the quarterback keeper from five yards out, powers his way in behind left guard. 44-18 is our new score. Brookings Harbor with their second offensive touchdown of the day. They also have one on special teams. And we are waiting for a play to get brought in. They don't have a clue. Newell bringing it in from the sideline. They're going to try to kick it. They're going to kick. Okay. That's what the confusion was. They were looking for the tee or the pad to set it on. It's going to be a delay. So Holler will be doing the kicking duties here. They need to hurry up. Four. Three. Better call timeout. Yeah, they're not going to get this off, are they? Nope. nope. There's the flag. So yeah. they'll back it up five yards and try it. Might probably doesn't matter with the kick anyway. Get a little practice snap and hold there. So Holler backs himself up five yards. McCollum picks up the ball and finally gets it to the official after a couple of the Brookings players kicked it. <laughs> yeah, fiddle around with it a little bit. 5.31 remaining in the fourth quarter here. I think we might see some of those reserves you were talking about, Ron, here. Mm-hmm. But maybe not the line has in full reserve mode. Ball's down, kick is up, and it is no good. Must have been wide right. Hard to tell from our angle. Plenty of distance on it. Yeah. Looks like Holler could probably put it in from probably a 25 or 30-yard field goal if he needed to. 531 remaining, 44-18, Warriors with the lead. You see you here, Reg making the announcement there in the background about Vale getting the win over YC. So YC out of the playoffs for the first round loss hosting that game. That was a 7 versus 10 game. Looks like uh, Burns and Sutherland are still playing. I don't know. Um, oh, that's going to be the, no. That's today. Yeah. Yeah. Burns and Sutherland should be playing right now, but I don't see any kind of updates on line from OSAA there. And then Crestwell Sandingham Christian will play in the championship game. Not not a big surprise there. Sandingham Christian really rolled through the season. Crestwell knocked off Salem Academy three um, two. Yes, last night. You're talking volleyball now. I'm talking volleyball. Three two would be a strange score in football, but it yeah. could happen. Yeah. Yeah, Crestwell knocked off number two, Salem Academy. And San Diego Christian hasn't lost a set yet in the playoffs. I believe they went 3-0 on Warrington, 3-0 on Sutherland, and 3-0 on South Umpqua. Squib kick, and they're going to be offsides again, Ron. And the official not happy with the chirping coming from the sideline from the assistant coaches. We make it an unsportsmanlike. He's staring him down. Yeah, And he's basically giving him one more chance to walk away. And that sideline official, that was a, that was a, it's a different, it's a different guy than we, well, on the kickoff, he moves from behind to the side and he's definitely more in charge. Yes. Um, and he, uh, let the coach know in no uncertain terms that, uh, you're not going to get away with that offsides call here. And, uh, coach said something and, uh, the official turned around, stared him down and let him walk away, which was nice of him. 
But uh, he was close. A little more chirping. He may find himself in uh, out of this game. All right. Kicking from the 35 now. They'll try the onside kick again, and they're going to get him again on this. They're trying to rush that and get across there and get a running start, but they're not timing it very well. And so this will move them back to the 30, and they'll try the onside kick again. I don't think anything close will not be called on this side for sure. <laughs> no, I think he's lost he's, any goodwill yes. that he might have had with this sideline official. <clears throat> the score will have nothing to do with the flags. <laughs> <laughs> Or lack of a flag. Uh, so we still have 531 left to go in this one, Ron. 44-18 is the score. Warriors with a commanding 26-point lead. And the official will get his flag oh, we, back we from his partner here. We should have more guys up a little bit closer if we're going to... Well, you know it's coming. I know. He's got a pretty good hands team up there. And the balls... He's had, he's had good kicks. So Holler will try it again. This one he's going to hit. And Ball it's going to be bouncing Ball loose, and Mikey. Mike Mather nope. couldn't get yeah. it. Ball's loose, and finally covered up by late hit Kane by. Black, I believe. Nice hands by Kane. Is that Kane? No, no, that is Braxton Morgan. Give him yeah. some credit there. Nice job getting over. That bounced away from Mike Mather as he went to fall on it. It took a weird bounce and went another five yards, all the way to the 50-yard line before it was covered. Wait, they're going to re-kick. Uh. He's moving the ball back. What in the world? I didn't hear this. What was the hand signal there? Listen to Reggie. What's he saying? Well, let's see if the PA announcer knows. Uh, He's confused, I heard a too. whistle, and I think they kicked it before, before he got permission. Yes. Huh? Got to get permission from the white hat, and if you kicked it too soon, it's no play. Other than the fact that somebody could get hurt out there on either team. Yeah, this is good. I wish it would just get over. I'm sorry. Ball back to the 30-yard line again. They got nothing to lose. Holler roll. Exactly. That's when you worry, right? Now they bring an extra guy up. Wyatt Hatch coming up tight on this sideline. This is where he's that's kicked it not, over and over again. Right at. So Holler hits another one. His bounces. Braxton Morgan with it. Good. Falls down. And a ball will be at the 49-yard line. Amity football. They're on 49. Five and a half minutes to go. Nice job by Braxton. Good hands. Some of those younger kids have some good football IQ. Well, they just got, you know, five chances at a kickoff coverage. Well, that, but, you'll learn a lot then. But they, they those younger guys are going to be around for next year. And so your backfield is now the Hatch boys at the two and four back and Reagan Clark at the full back. And we've got a whistle. Officials timeout. They left the kicking tee out there again. So they'll get that one off there. Nobody steps on it and gets hurt. Warriors in the wing T formation. Kane Black under center. Weigert split out left. Five and a half minutes to go. Still the same line. Which is nice for those backup running backs. <laughs> uh, they'll get some linemen shifted out of there pretty soon. Well, we got it. And they got the hard count. We'll get a five-yard penalty as they were looking to bring the blitz. They're blitzing everything right now. Oh, uh, We do have a change on line. Uh, Yoakum's out. Uh, they moved Nick. McMullen to the right oh, guard. And, and Alec uh, Previtt is Alec Previtt, 66. I see that. I was going to say they might start bringing them in one or two at a time, and they did. They brought Previtt in. So now on a first and five, the Warriors will huddle up again and get a new play. Weigert splitting out left. Wing T formation again. Wyatt Hatch at the two. Clark at the three. George Hatch at the four. 
Black, they're going to blitz again. Hands it to Clark. Right. Clark hit at the line. Powers forward for about a, maybe on. a yard. Hang on, bud. He was wrapped up by three white jerseys at the line of scrimmage. There's no hole there. They're blitzing the A-gaps. Yeah. Double A-gap blitz from the linebackers. And A-gap is on either side of the center. And so uh, if you're running a dive play through one of the A-gaps and they're blitzing it, it's going to be hard to get much yardage out there. So Philip West is out. They moved uh, Yoakum to, to left guard. And uh, clock running down inside five minutes here. Ron will get the line figured out for you. Previtz at the right tackle. Same formation. This time it's Evan Berkey in it. Wide receiver. Hatch in motion. Give to Hatch. Going to get outside George Hatch around the corner to the 40. And still going. Pushed out of bounds at about the 37-yard line, 32-yard line. First down, Warriors. Nice run. Way to be patient there. And George finally, when he saw an opening, turned that corner, able to get outside. He can... His speed. It would be nice to the Hatch boys each put on about 20 pounds for next year. Just muscle. Yeah. Just looking for some muscle. They're just... Enrique coming in, and going to get some other numbers there as they swap some guys out of there, get some other ones in. Diego Baronis into the game. Weigert bringing in the play from the sideline. Martinez in at fullback. I think they'll rotate Clark and Martinez there. Luke Johnston in for George Hatch. Diego's playing the tight end. Baronis. Yep. Black under center. Johnston in motion. They hand right to Enrique, right up the middle. No blitz that time. Enrique gets to the 25. Nice hole. Yep. They and they didn't, hole. for whatever reason, they didn't blitz. And I don't know if that was because of the hatch run last time that they decided to give a little bit more protection to the outside, but there was no blitz. And that allowed, uh, Enrique to hit a nice hole there on that left guard. Really pound that ball up into the secondary, the second level there before anybody hit him. Says Yoakum and Smith. That'll be a hole. Yeah, well, there's some clean jerseys out there on the line, uh, 85. I haven't seen him before, and so um, that's not going to help him stop the fullback. But the rest of them are all. So they split out Berkey to the left, wing T formation, under four minutes to go now in this one. Black, hands to Martinez again. Martinez hit after about a two-yard gain and stacked up, brought to the ground. Martinez not very happy about how hard he was taken down, but that was uh, Van Jurderen and um, not sure who else was in on that. McCollum, I guess. Yeah, was 87. When you have a name like Van Jurderen, Van Jinderen, Van Jinderen. There we go. Well, you have a name like Van Jinderen, it's going to get mispronounced every once in a while. Well, most of the time. It could be V. V made it. <laughs> the big guy's out. Heavy D. Heavy D getting a break. Dylan Smith out of the game for the first time. And Rice is the new left tackle. Yep. Kyle Rice in there, sophomore. Mm-hmm. High formation. Bring a man in motion. Johnson. They get to Johnston. He gets outside. Nice block. He oh breaks my. it up. He's going to get it all oh the way my. in. Luke Johnston scores from 23 yards out. He got one on senior night, and we've got all kinds of whistles. We got a flag back at the 22-yard line, so this something. one's probably coming back. Something over on the. Well, they were blowing it dead like it was an offensive penalty. Had nothing to do with the play, though. They went left. Illegal this one procedure. was thrown way over on the right side. So Luke Johnson's touchdown run coming back <laughs> would have been exciting for him to get a playoff touchdown. Excellent hole on this side. Boy, and he hits the hole quick. Yeah. Luke is fast. 
Luke's one of those that if you hit him, he's he's probably not going to push the pile. What what but, uh, grade uh, is number two? He looks like a special kid that they've given a chance to play for for Brookings. For Brookings, that is Ben Bueller. He's a five one hundred and thirty pounds senior. Yeah, I think he's getting his chance. That's pretty cool in a state yep. playoff game. Mm-hmm. He looks nervous out there. Oh yeah. Can you tell us about number two at all? Oh, he's a teacher's son. Getting on the field. Well, that's, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah, we like teacher's sons. But like he, hasn't, he hasn't played very much of that. Huh? So he cool. is he is a... Yeah. All right, that's exciting. Special, special, special needs. needs guy out there playing a little cornerback for him. That's pretty exciting. Yep. Good job for the coaches getting him into this game. I formation. Oh, they got... That's going to have it right up the middle. Martinez... Still twisting, trying to move the pile. Can't do it. But he hangs on to the ball, admits four white jerseys out there. And it will be fourth and short coming up. Fourth and maybe a couple yards, one yard. Fourth and one. We should be able to get a yard. Which would mean we get it below two minutes and we can just put away the clock. Weigert bringing in the play from the sideline. You think Joel's slow getting the play in, but they they just don't get delay. They don't. Nope. Get he knows just how much time they need to break that huddle, get up to the line if they hustle. Well, with the starters, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Briona's getting the play, checking it with Black, making sure. Good. Where am I supposed to be? Left side or right side? Counting on his block. He's on the left side. Power eye formation. Uh oh. And a false Johnston. start on Johnston on the right side. He was. It was supposed to be a long count. I think they were going to try to get it. Everybody else stayed except one. That'll move it back five yards. Minute 49 left to go in this one. I think it was a long count. And ten guys got it, but one didn't. It's almost like it. every guy matters, Ron. It almost. Does. Yeah. Minute 49 left to go. Warriors up 44-18. They'll move on to play Rainier next week here at Amity. Don't know if that's a Friday or Saturday game yet. Again, we'll keep you posted. You can check Facebook. Uh, the high school website. Uh, we will make sure everybody knows when that is. Play comes in from the sideline with Berkey. Break the huddle. Couple more plays here. Get a first down. That'd be good. Fourth and six from the 27. Get it off now. Black takes a snap. Hands to Johnson. Johnson breaks Same outside. Play. Can he get to the corner? He, he does, and he got the first down. Luke Johnston showing Pretty good a wheels. nice flash of speed there, Ron. Now, if he was with Perrydale last night... He'd be a good eight-man player, wouldn't he? He lives across the street from Perrydale High School. He, and he would be a good eight-man player. Yes, he would. Because he can move. And you give him some open space, not having to run in the congestion of 11-man football. Yeah. Perrydale, by the way, losing to, to uh, Dufer, the four-time reigning state champions, who were the 11 seed coming in. Dufer showed up at that game, Ron. Both of their starting running backs from this year out. Uh, and so they were running a guy in Peters who uh, it was only playing his second game as a running back ever uh, and uh, found a way to win that game. 20, was it 24-16 was the final there at Perrydale. Power eye formation. Ran out of bounds on that, so it's a minute 44, but it's a new set of downs. Black. Someone's going to Hands to the hatch. Hatch wrapped up and brought down. Someone's going to get creamed here because, yeah. There's some subs on that offensive line yeah. on the Warrior side of things. 
Warriors back to the huddle. Minute and a half to go in this one. Picked up about a yard on that, did Hatch. We should, uh, two more plays. I think he just kneeled down. Well, I think you could do that at this point. Mm-hmm. A couple of kneel downs and call it good. Black takes it up under center. Martinez behind him in a wing T formation. Fake the handoff to him, oh give it to Johnston, and he's wrapped up from behind by, by uh, Hooper. Nice play by number 10 there. That could be low. Well, I think they're going to take one more snap here. Warriors seven, a couple guys. Nick McMullen coming out of the game. Lucas May in. Third and 11, third and 10 for the Warriors, something like that. Third and ten and a half. So good win for the Warriors tonight. Ron doing some tallying over here. Going to give us some numbers when this is all said and done. Wing T formation. Johnston on the right. Hatch on the left. Wyatt Hatch. Bring Johnston in motion. It's going to be a quarterback keeper. Kane wraps up. Brought down. And that will do it. I think that will bring up fourth down. And that's the game, folks. Final score, Amity 44, Brookings Harbor 18. We will take a break for just a couple of minutes and come back with some post-game notes and thoughts and maybe some numbers for you even. This is Amity Warrior Football, the OSA On Point uh, 3A State Championship for football. And we'll take a break and be back in just a minute. Every great community has its own rhythm. And beat by beat, note by note, when you bank at On Point Community Credit Union, you play your part. Because On Point is about more than great banking. From financial education to supporting local schools, we invest our time, money, and energy to partner with local organizations that foster health and knowledge for everyone who calls this place home. And together, there's nothing we can't do. So join in. We're On Point Community Credit Union. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. At Sport Clips Haircuts, we're on a mission to help our veterans with their education. In 2013, we established the VFW Sport Clips Help a Hero Scholarship Program. With the help of your generous donations, we've raised over $6 million and awarded more than 1,400 scholarships across the country. Visit Sport Clips today and help a hero. And on Veterans Day, November 11th, Sport Clips will donate an additional dollar for every haircut we give. Help us continue this honorable mission. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Football on KLYC 1260 AM McMinnville. Also listening today uh, on KURY in Brookings Harbor, or in Brookings, Oregon, uh, 95.3. Warriors come out victorious on the Bruins, 44-18. to The Warriors will take on the mighty Colombians of Rainier, who beat Madras 40-7 to in their game yesterday. And so it'll be a four-versus-five game. And right now, that is scheduled for next Friday, but that could change. I know Joel's going to talk with the head coach up at Rainier and talk about schedule. Excuse me, talk about scheduling. The Warriors would love to have a full week uh, and have a kind of a normal schedule by playing on uh, six days rest and not five. So we'll see what happens there and see if they're allowed to schedule that on Saturday or uh, not. So. Um, other things that are going on in 3A football, Cascade Christian and Hidden Valley will be playing next week. That's an eight versus one matchup. 
Uh, whoops, hold on, Ron, you're off. Go ahead. I said that's league. Yeah. First and second in yep. that league. Coming wow. back, they got matched up in the second round there. Cascade Christian can't be thrilled about that. So we're playing second and third in our league. Exactly. Uh, Klatsk and I will travel to Burns next week. And uh, then we're waiting to find out what happens with the Nissa Saniam Christian matchup here. They were playing today. I haven't seen a score on that one. But uh, if Saniam Christian wins that, they will host Vale. So Vale will go home from YC, turn around and come back in about five days and try it again. Um, want to make sure that uh, uh, if you are a uh, Warriors fan and... Uh, you're interested in when the Rainier Amity game will be. We don't know yet for sure. We will let you know as soon as possible. You can find it on the OSAA uh, bracket for 3A. It'll be posted there when we get it. Um, you can also, if you listen or subscribe to the uh, follow, that's what I want to say, the Amity School District Facebook page, it'll be on there as well. So there are a couple of different ways to find out. Ron, do you have any final numbers for us? Well, Russell Brown rushed for 112 yards, and I didn't know, I didn't keep track of the touchdowns. And uh, but the last ep- one run that we saw him score a touchdown, and that's probably his best run of the year. That was an outstanding run, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he broke a he spun, broke a tackle, spun it to the outside, and just got free. Uh, Cody Dyke had 117 yards rushing, <clears throat> and uh, Dylan Nice at the end of 42 for you know. Uh, Unofficially, 271 yards rushing. As a team. 134 yards passing. We didn't throw any passes in the second half. So, uh, really well balanced attack. And watching people walk off the field, I don't think we got anybody injured. Uh, so we're ready for next week. And, uh, should get Jake Bernards back if everything goes well playing left tackle. But hey, Dylan Smith Dylan's. has done a great job, uh, giving the Warriors some yeah. uh, depth up there on that line. Yeah. He, when he gets out and starts rolling around the corner, boy, I tell you. That's a heavy 16-wheel diesel truck coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting the uh, the boys' picture down here, George Hatch and Nick McMullen, Keenan Graham, getting pictures with their dads down here after the game. That's a special moment right there. Yep. Their first state playoff win as starters on offense uh, or defense, depending on what the case is. But first time all three of them have started in a playoff game together. Well, that's, so that's pretty Keenan, exciting. Keenan and Keenan, Nick, and George. Yeah, yeah. Yep, so that's pretty exciting for those guys. Juniors. Yep, yep, nice, nice class there, that junior class. Uh, uh, missing one, of course, with Josh Ward out. Uh, but there's some other, that junior class is loaded when it comes to football. I see, uh, uh, Philip West and Dylan Smith getting their picture taken together over there, a couple other juniors. And of course, I mentioned Josh Ward not playing with a shoulder injury. Uh, you start looking at the amount of football talent, Whoa. uh, in that class. It is really tremendous. And I didn't, I'm not trying to mention everybody in there, but, uh, there's some other ones also, but that's a loaded class of football players. Uh, as is the freshman class, a lot of numbers in that class. They've obviously got a way to go before they're ready to really impact the varsity game, but, uh, it's nice to have those big classes. Um, I don't know how many juniors there are. There's quite a few juniors that play football, and there's about 16 or 17 freshmen that play. It's nice to have those classes staggered a little bit. We got a couple sophomores. The sophomore class is down, but they they are key Impact players. Impact guys, yeah. yeah. Uh, Yo- uh, Wyatt Yoakum, uh, Wyatt Hatch, um, um, what's his face? 20, I don't know. 25. Oh, Braxton Morgan. Braxton yeah, Morgan. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's good, some good guys coming. It's fun to watch them play in a playoff game. Uh, a lot of times playoff teams are senior dominated, but good balance on the Warriors roster. Yeah. All right, folks, we're going to call that good from, 
Scoggins Field here at Amity High School. We'll be back either on Friday or Saturday next week with Amity versus Rainier. Uh, it was a 24-20 game the first time, and both teams were all healthy. Uh, I don't know what their health status is. The Warriors will be without Josh Ward, and hopefully, uh, other than that, healthy. It'll be it'll be a knockdown, drag out slugfest out there on the line. And and uh, uh, Josh Ward was he had some key plays in that ball game. Absolutely, yeah. and and Joel's had to adjust his play calling, done some different things, and and uh, I know that Rainier will have some tape to look at and think about uh, what's how this is a different team than they were back there uh, in October. All right, folks, thanks for joining us. Uh, we appreciate those down in. Uh, Brookings, uh, listening in on the live feed here. And uh, I want to thank KLYC once again for having Warrior Sports on there. And I want to thank our, our local businesses that uh, bought advertisement during this game. I want to thank uh, McMullen Electric, Coelho, uh, Winery, and uh, Becky Mather with EXP Realty. Uh, really appreciate them supporting Warrior Athletics as well. Have a great night, everybody. Celebrating our 100th year, the Oregon School Activities Association thanks you for listening to this OSAA On Point Community Credit Union State Championship event. Serving more than 360,000 members, On Point Community Credit Union is the largest locally headquartered credit union and is the proud title sponsor of OSAA State Championships. We hope you enjoyed this championship event broadcast. Are you or someone you know looking to buy or sell a home or some other piece of real estate? Call local realtor Becky Mather with EXP Realty at 972-2000.